Welcome, everybody, to episode number 43 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today we're going to be talking about the newly released Diablo 3. That's our main topic for this episode. Um, we'll be talking about that, obviously. Um, I'm also going to tease the secret world. The NDA is has been lifted, so I can talk about it a little more in depth than I did last week. All uh, right, cool. Yeah, So, and then we'll be talking about the Tower of Fortune. Later. Yeah, that's so. a, a iOS game that uh, is getting a lot of a lot of love recently, and I, I played it. So excellent. All right, nibble bits, Corey. Why don't you take us away with nibble bits? Well, I will start us with apparently Target listed some release dates uh, for PlayStation Three games. One of them being the PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, um, and apparently it listed October twenty third as the release date for that game. Um, it also the listings also included Little Big Planet Karting for PS3, which has it at September 25th, and Ratchet and Clank Collection, um, which has an August 28th release date. I guess these these release dates were leaked by Best Buy originally, um, but nobody really put any put any stake in it. But then Target um, had the same listings, so huh? Yeah. So confirm Best Buys. Leak. Sure. Cool. Uh, another one is Square Enix is back in the blue, uh, surprisingly, because of games like Final Fantasy XIII 2 and Deus Ex, I oh, guess. That's oh, what they say. This year? This year, yeah. Okay. Or uh, for last, year, last fiscal year. they posted a loss of $12 billion. This year, they have a profit... Or, yeah, this is yen, I should have said. $12 billion yen. Uh, this year, their profit was $6.06 billion yen. Wow, okay. So that's a, that's a pretty huge step up. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was surprised. Like Final Fantasy thirteen two was responsible for that because I know it didn't sell very well. The only thing I can think of is that they didn't need to do a lot of, uh, I don't know, they didn't have to pay a lot to make that game because they already had all the assets from Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, animation and all that stuff was probably already there. And right, so they the didn't engine. need to sell too many of them to make right a lot of money off of it. That, that I don't know. That's just my opinion assumption. Uh, report. Lord of the Rings getting the Lego treatment. This is according to hey. IGN. Um, yep. Apparently awesome. a Lego Lord of the Rings is in the works. Sounds awesome. I'll buy that. Are you going to buy that? Hell yeah. I, it'll probably be the best Lord of the Rings video <laughs> game. <laughs> well, it's something that the wife and I can play together because she loves Lord of the Rings. I still want to play that War in the North game. I still have it, so. Oh, well, yeah. let me borrow it. Yeah. Borrow it from my friends, actually. <laughs> well, fine, but as long as I can borrow from somebody. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter who. Okay. Thanks, Corey. Uh, well, I'm not done. Oh. Well, thank you. Thanks, Corey. Moving uh, on. Rovio, the developer of Angry Birds, revealed their new game, and it is called Amazing Alex. Oh, yeah. Uh, I read this on GameSpot, and the article says that details are thin on Amazing Alex, but the title will boast an educational component and will focus on oh. Alex, a young boy with a proclivity for building things. That sounds stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume it's an iOS game, Android 2. Yeah. Mobile, anyway. Mobile. Could be wrong. Okay. Um, and that's all. Oh, the, the Valve and Blizzard settled their Dota dispute. Um, I guess apparently Valve gets to keep the Dota name and make the sequels and Blizzard will change the name of their Blizzard Dota and call it Blizzard All-Stars. So for those of you that are into that whole thing. So Blizzard ended up losing that one, huh? 
Uh, or was that yeah, the but subtle? They said in the article that I read that they prefer the new title because it re- better reflects the design of their game. Okay. So maybe that's just some BS, but who knows? Yeah. Okay. They, they lost. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks, Corey. Done this time, right? Dunzo. Dunzo. All right. Eric, uh, take us away. Okay, my first one is uh, Darksiders 2 got a release date. It's August 14th of this year, which is uh, two days before my anniversary. I'm going to get this game, so I'm going to have to get some playing time in before, before, my before the anniversary. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. You play as Death. He's the character. Uh-huh. Um, that's my first one. My second one is Halo 4 Limited Edition. Details were released. Uh, it's going to cost you 100 bucks. And IGN says you're going to get a fancy-looking box, the ability to unlock six multiplayer specializations. I don't really know what the specializations are. I haven't looked into it. No, yeah, I was okay. just going to ask, what does yeah, that mean? I'm not sure. Um, a 90-minute version of Halo 4 Forward Unto Dawn. Uh, I'm not really sure what that is. Is that like a, some kind of live comic or some shit? Probably. I know they're making an animated series. Maybe that's what it is, pieced okay. together into like a movie. It's probably that. It's the porn spinoff. Ooh. Nice. Well, I'm getting it then. And nine maps that will be released after Halo 4, as well as some other small bonus content. Eh, that, that seems almost worth it. That's what I said. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, you know, I'm if I get this game, I'm going to... Well, I am going to get this game, but I'm going to play a lot of multiplayer, and I'm going to have... A lot of multiplayer stuff unlocked right away. Yeah, so I'm probably Some gonna end up sweet specializations, right? And new maps, and I'm gonna end up buying them anyway. Yeah, right. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the only reason I mentioned this is because Dan, you're a big Doctor Who fan. Yes. The video games coming out May 23rd. The the Eternity Clock, it's called. Yeah. You know anything about it? I uh, yeah, I saw some gameplay footage. How did it look? It looked cool. Did it? Yeah, and I mean, there's not really any fighting because Doctor Who doesn't. Doesn't right. fight anybody. He solves problems. Yeah, <laughs> he's the science fiction Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Kinda. Nice. Yeah. Um, my next one, Kingdoms of Amalur, is apparently taking a beating in the old wallet, and they were mm-hmm. supposed to make a loan payment. They got a seventy-five million dollar loan from the government in Rhode Island, and yeah, to relocate from Boston, I th- or Massachusetts to Rhode Island. Oh, I think okay. Was the stipulation. All right. And they, they told, this is from Gama Sutra, they told them that they had to fill 450 full-time positions to get that amount. So apparently they did that, but they just missed paying a million-dollar loan payment. And apparently they're, like, bleeding money right now. Oh, so boy. Ouchie. That sucks, because I, I liked that game, and yeah. that was a good start for them. Uh, Rhode Island says they're going to do anything that they can to keep them around. Right, so. yeah, it's a, bit, it's a big company. Hopefully. 440 they, people. I mean... The only positive there is uh, Kurt Schilling's a dick. So <laughs> I was gonna say, can't Kurt Schilling just reach into his bank account and as rich as think? as sports guys are? That's a lot of money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe he'd rather just see it go to bankruptcy <laughs> or something like that. Right. Um, and I don't know if we had mentioned any numbers on how much Trials Evolution has been downloaded, but um, in its first three weeks after april 18th at half a million i guess which i guess for an for an xbox live arcade game is pretty good yeah um so that's it for me all right yeah well what do you got <clears throat> i only have two uh gamestop is now selling steam codes which is gets you money for uh val or not val yeah val steam service yeah get games and all that stuff yeah they they started doing that because they're 
their game download service failed so miserably. <laughs> Good for so, them. Yeah. Joining the joining with the competition. Yeah. Uh, and my other one is Korean players take down Diablo 3's final boss five and a half hours after the servers had opened. Which, which is insane and, to me. Yeah, that's incredible. I played I don't, for... No, go ahead. Sorry. I've only played for like two hours and I'm not even out of the first act. So that's impressive. I was going to say, I don't even think that's possible. Was that like confirmed? I, I saw it on Kotaku in another place. So. Yeah, I saw rumors of it in the forums too when I yeah. was... Because the the quickest one I saw was like twelve hours that was like confirmed mm-hmm. by some dude, but I don't know. I I I've, I find it really hard to believe that you can get through that in five and a half hours. Yeah, yeah with, maybe with four people and they did have it, four people. Kind of knowing the yeah, I guess like if, if you know somebody who had full access to the beta and everything, and you know, kind of made a walkthrough or whatever, yeah. you could get through it pretty quick. But I I'm I'm with you though. I still find it hard to believe. Yeah. No. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All right, thanks, Will. Uh-huh. Okay, my nibble bits: Microsoft or Minecraft on the Xbox Live, Ar- Xbox Live Arcade has broken records, being the best-selling title in the first 24 hours after its release. I think it was f- 400,000 plus wow. um, in the first 24 hours, and I actually read uh, maybe early this week that it had broken the 1 million wow. mark for downloads on Xbox Live. Wow. So I'm actually kind of interested in trying Minecraft. I heard they left a bunch of stuff out. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do on, yeah. the, on the 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 console as right. opposed to PC. So I don't think I'm creative enough to get a game like that. I just would want to see what other people created. That's right. my... Because I'm with you. I wouldn't have enough time to spend to be yeah. creative with it, but I would like to see some of the stuff that other people have made. Tyler will buy it for cool. us. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think it was 20 bucks, but... Uh, EVE Online update Inferno uh, is, I think, available this week, which f- focuses on some player versus player uh, upgrades and will be will be available, yeah, sometime this week. So, I think maybe the middle of the week. Today. For all of our EVE Online it, listeners, it, it's probably it's probably already available when you when you get this. Um, and then Pikmin Two for the Wii makes its North American debut on the Wii uh, June tenth. My mom's birthday. So I wasn't. I wasn't even. Oh, she's get, pumped for that game. I can. I was just gonna say, get it for her for yeah. her birthday. Hey, that's right around the corner. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Pikmin two, so I'll probably. Wait, I'll yeah, probably get it. They're, they're gonna be showing that off at uh, E3 for the Wii U, aren't they? No, it's Pikmin two. There is a new Pikmin game coming out for the Wii U, but, this but it's is, not that. No, this is oh. Pikmin two. Apparently, it came out for GameCube, <laughs> and it's uh, got put on the Wii. All right. See what I know? Nothing. Yes, Corey? <laughs> Corey, you look like you're deep in thought over there. Did you have something you wanted to say? No, I, 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 uh, I'm I, agree with Mer- with Eric. I didn't know there was a Pikmin 2. No, I didn't either. But yeah, it's going to be $20 on wow. June 10th. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know who's a big Pikmin fan was uh, Graham. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, I borrowed, I borrowed it from him for a yeah. while. I enjoyed it. I couldn't beat it, but I enjoyed it. It's yeah. a good strategy game. Okay, uh, how's everybody's week? Corey, tell us what you did. I actually came home for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Thursday to Monday, I was back upstate. And nah, not much to report. I was there for Mother's Day, but Eric, Will, and I did all go see the Avengers hey. on Sunday night. Caught a flick for the first time in God knows how long. Same with me. And? Well, 
Uh, well, let me ask Eric. He's the one that hasn't caught a flick in a while. I really liked it. Yeah. You know, I and you know what? First of all, I was so proud of myself that I didn't fall asleep because we went at 10 o'clock, and yeah. if I watch a movie, I, I'm i going to bet on myself to fall asleep nine times out of ten. That's why I didn't end up going. Okay. And the new seats at the theater we went to are the re- reclining leather seats, and you can literally lay like straight back and just fall asleep and i didn't one of the other guys we went with did fall asleep did you see him gory jeff oh uh, no i didn't yeah. see him but he was, I, he I, was I snoozing. saw his eyes after the movie was over and i was like <laughs> you were sleeping were you? yeah so i made it through and it's a two and a half hour movie um so it must have been entertaining to keep me awake um but yeah i really liked that good action i love superheroes i don't know why i never got into comics probably because i don't like to read but <laughs> i really like superheroes and my favorite hero in it was i was gonna say thor but the more I think about it, it's the Hulk. You can't really fuck with the Hulk. No. You know? But yeah, I, I thought it was a really good movie. And I, Corey, apparently we should have stayed after the credits. Yeah, I had a feeling there might be something Somebody had, Somebody had told me and I forgot. Uh, yep. oh well. Yeah. But what did you guys think of it? I wanted to go home and go to bed it? anyway. What did you think of it? I loved it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on all that. And the more I think about it, the more I think the Hulk would be my favorite. And again, I, like, I'm not into comics at all either. I never have been. Even the, with the movies out now, you know, I, I just find them okay. Like, other than The Dark Knight, you know. Right. They're just okay to me. But no, I, I just thought it was a really well-done movie overall. Joss Whedon is a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, apparently they teased the next one. Oh. In the After the credits. Um... You remember the guy that was talking to Loki? You couldn't see his face. He looked really weird. Yeah. Like yeah. an alien. He's the guy who's the villain in the next one. I can't remember his name. Ken, who was on our UFC episode, is big into comics. Yeah. He was telling uh, me all about it, but he said he's a badass. I believe huh. is how he put it. Huh. So. Cool. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah, I really wanted to go, but it was too late at night for me. I knew I wouldn't have been able, been, been able to stay awake. I was so. surprised that I made it through a full movie, a two-and-a-half-hour movie at that. Me too, brother. Me too. It was good. I'm glad we went. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that we have in our listening audience. If there is any. I don't know. Tyler's mom listens, doesn't she? No? Yeah, she listens. (laughs) I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do anything else, Corey? No, no. Just been, uh, you know, I, I played too much Diablo 3 yesterday. Um... And on the bus, I, as I mentioned, I played Tower of Fortune. I played Tower of Fortune the whole way on the bus on the way back. So, <laughs> But that's about it. All right. Looking for a job. Still looking, huh? Still hunting. Still hunting. Man. Anything uh, meowing at you at all? or Not a thing. Wow. That's all right. I hope to make enough money off Diablo 3 to... That's <laughs> true, retire. you did say that. You better get cracking. If you do, can if you make enough to support both of us, can I quit my job? Yes. Thank you, because I need that. Mm-hmm. All right, Eric, how was your week? Uh, not bad. Um, before I was, while well, I was driving over here, I was trying to think of something I did this week, and I thought of it, and I forgot about it. Oh, wait, no. No, I didn't forget about it. Um, instead of me getting hammered this week, I let my wife go out drinking because she graduated college. Well, she didn't graduate yet, but she's past everything we know she's going to graduate. Um... So I took her and Justin, who's been on before and uh-huh. has been in an audience before, and two of her other friends. I, sorry, Will, I <laughs> touched his leg. <laughs> Slightly arousing. 
But anyway, I took them down. I said, you know what? I'll take you guys down. It was open bar for the nurses. They got it's $12 to have whatever you want to drink. So I take them at 1030. I go back at 1230, and they are a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, we have a, a saying where we like to call people junior partiers when they just get out of hand. Let Jeez. me tell you, Anne-Marie and her friend Heidi were a couple of junior partiers, man. I mean, just climbing over seats in the SUV. I'm trying to drive and, like, just getting all kinds of distracted. And it was, I, I really have a hard time being around my wife when she's drunk because what she does is repeat herself over and over and over <laughs> and call me, like, she'll, she calls me daddy all the time. She just calls me that every 10 seconds. And I'm just like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Whose yeah. car did you drive? Justin's car. He has an SUV. Yeah, he wasn't fitting everybody in my little Civic. But, yeah, that was that was interesting. It was different <laughs> being on the other perspective, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but I managed to still spend 50 bucks because I gave her some money. So $12 is all you can drink for nurses? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. They You're ahead for the weekend then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we uh, tomorrow is ball, bar crawl in Binghamton for the, oh, the college students. And I, I think I'm going to go because Justin said he wasn't going to go unless I went. And, eh, might as well, you know, go get a little liquored up. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we see that girl that wrote the article that we talked about last week. We will. I hope so. I'm probably going to share a few words with her. It's my first legal year. That's right, at Bar Crawl? Yeah. I've never been. I've never actually. been either, but. I think Todd's coming too. Oh, boy. So. Yeah, that was nice. basically my week. Which really episode was Todd on for? Uh. The one after Pokemon. 38? Yeah. I don't remember what we talked about. Me neither. Not finishing games. Not finishing games. That's what... Unfinished business. Yes. Uh, I think think it was 38. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to hear Todd, listen to that one. All right, Will, what do you got for us? I know I did something, but I don't remember other than watching the movie. I know. I always tell myself I got to write it down, and then I never do. We're just pathetic. I mean, I played Diablo, but other than that, I can't really remember. Okay. Well, I uh, this is my first free week um, as a free man. Congrats. Thank you. I played a ton of video games. Oh, thank God, Dan, because I don't play shit. Which I will talk about later, mostly. Um, I went to the midnight release for Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted that it was under under-attended, I thought. Probably only like twenty five, thirty people there. Wow, over attended, I'd say. But well, the thing is, is I think because a lot of the people got their game as a download. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I like yeah. to have the hard copy, so I am old fashioned. And most of the people there were getting collector's editions. Uh, so which was how much? Do we know? I think it was a hundred dollars. Do you know what it came with? Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, it came with a ton of stuff. Um, but the main thing it came with was Diablo 2 on, like, a little flash drive, oh. Oh, which I cool. thought was cool. And, yeah. and it was in a little, like, statue of Diablo's head. And it was pretty pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, art books and music thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. Some nerdier stuff. Yeah, I, I saw an unboxing of, of it. And it would would have been worth hundred dollars yeah. most most i don't think are but i think that one would have been worth it cool but so yeah uh that's all i did really yeah mother's day was yeah how was mother's day for everyone it's good good is this fails first second second yeah okay. last year i got our ipad for that's right mother's oh day. yeah he was a newborn then yeah and then this year i didn't have any money so 
Boy, I hear that. Yeah. Well, especially now that I don't, I only have one job. Well, I'm so. trying to help the wife pay for her graduation party, and it's sticking me right in the butt. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive, that sort of hosting things. Yeah. And then today she goes, what are you getting me for graduation? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm getting you a party. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, that was my week. Uh, we we don't have any music, do we? I don't think. <laughs> oh crap! No, but you know, I wanted to propose this to you guys. Okay. This, this probably could have been on off the air, but may, maybe our listeners could chime in. I don't know if we have any rap fans out there, but I was adopted, and I just found out that my half brother, who is also half African American, uh-huh. is a rapper. Okay. So I was thinking maybe we should see if he wants to throw his music. Absolutely. I actually listened to it. It wasn't bad. I don't like rap, but like. Right. I think people that do like rap would probably like it. Yeah, we can put that on. That's it fine. was very doctored in the studio. Okay. So it sounds good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Kanye it. West, kind of? Not quite. Not quite. I don't think not, he has not the kind of resource to have that doctor. Okay. Because yeah. so, that's about as doctor as you can get is right. Kanye West. Yeah, so I'll see if I can get in touch with him. Okay. Yeah, I would love to put that For on. For future. I actually, uh, on the free music sites that we've looked at, I've looked listened to some rap and hip-hop and stuff and it's just not this is garbage it's awful yeah. yeah so i could probably go out in the street and f- grab the first person to walk by and he could come in and do some rapping for us you could tell him that we're like well i mean you wouldn't be lying just tell him we get millions of downloads and he'll he'll do it yeah <laughs> just buy a cd for three bucks he'll be all for it yeah definitely all right so we're gonna take a quick break we, we won't play any music this episode we'll just do stings again so we'll be right back right after this Welcome back, everybody, to episode thir- 40, 43. 43. 43 of the Thompson Catholic Podcast. Thanks, thanks, Tyler. You're welcome. Because I, yeah, I had forgotten. To, did I even say that at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, I don't did. remember. Yeah, okay. you did. Good. Because yep. I didn't want to say, like, 33 again or something. <laughs> but anyway, our, our main topic for today's conversation is Diablo 3. Um, obviously, it came out on, well, I guess it was, deep. what's that? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday um, at varying, ver- depending on what time zone you're in, uh, it came out at a different time, I guess. So, I mean, let's, I guess, start at the beginning with the launch. Uh, I went to the midnight release, as I said, um, bought the hard physical copy of the game, went home, installed it on my computer. I got done at about 1 a.m. Eastern time, and it was then that I realized that I couldn't log in because the servers didn't launch until 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. Eastern time, which was 12 o'clock Pacific. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I have I have two responses yeah. to that. The first one is... You don't care. Um, well, no, the first one is uh, you should have seen that coming. Well, but at the same time, I don't blame you because I still think it sucks. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, I... I had kind of heard that, but I, I was kind of hoping that maybe they didn't. You didn't need to play the game online all the time. I guess right. you know. Um, <laughs> I, I had got you. I know. <laughs> you thought wrong. I know. And not only not only that, but <laughs> I, I had considered waiting another two hours to play the game. But I was like, no, I'll just go to bed. I'll start playing it early in the morning. Well, apparently, 
um, when the servers did go up at 1201, there was uh, like a two-hour wait before you could even log in because there's so many people trying to log in at the same time. That's incredible. Um, so, crap. yeah, most people I read said they could get on about two hours after the after the servers actually went up. So. why I don't play computer I, games. I, uh, I actually was up at 3 a.m. Eastern time that night, and uh, I had... I got the digital download, so I already had everything installed and ready to go. I, I just couldn't fall asleep that night. I wanted to go to bed, right? but I couldn't, so I was still awake, and I, I tried logging in and just couldn't. Jeez. Yeah. Just got error codes and stuff, so I was like, screw it, you know, I'll just go to bed and try and get up early. Error code 37? Yeah. Cannot log in? Yep. So due to server overload? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, that was frustrating. You know, I, I it harkens me back to the days when you could buy a game new, um, go home and, and play it, you know? Kind of well, sucks. I mean, everybody treats it like it's... Everybody who stands up for the server issues are like, oh, you know, like, oh, name a game, name an online game that has come out that hasn't had server issues to launch. And it's like, well, the difference is, is this isn't an MMO. This right. is a single-player game. Yeah. Um, I mean, most people would argue that it's a single-player game that has multiplayer, if you so choose. Components, yeah. And, like... Just yeah, with the whole start, the launch issues and everything, it's it's like it's an MMO game, and that that's what's frustrating. Right? Yeah, definitely. The other thing is, I don't fucking care how many other games have had that problem. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should do it right. Yeah, uh, and I, I would think uh, of all companies, Blizzard should be Blizzard. the one to get it right. Yep. You know, they have a ton of money. They should have had enough servers to be able to get everybody in that first night. You know, Dan says, "I want to play right meow." Yeah, exactly. I want to play right meow. I was reading on the forums, people were saying that Guild Wars 2 uh, did their stress test, and they said it went way smoother than right than what Diablo 3 happened, what happened with Diablo 3. Yeah, I guess even the stress tests for Diablo 3 during the beta didn't go very well. Oh, it was it's awful. Like I had to wait yeah. so many times. It's play. like, you know, they've had World of Warcraft for how long? Um, Diablo 3 has been in development for how long? They should have knew it was coming, you know? And again, if the, if this were an MMO, you right. know, I wouldn't even ex- have expected to play. I would have been like, you know, it's an MMO. This always happens. Right. Whatever. But it's it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't like that you were expecting thing. that though. I don't want you to have to expect that, Corey. I know. We it should. Sucks. We deserve better as a consumer. We do. we do. And you know, when the Star, I compare it to Star Wars because that had you know maybe kind of a rough launch, but at least you knew you got in a queue, and at least yeah. you knew you had two hours before you could log in. You know, with Diablo, people had no idea how long it was going to be till they could log in. And usually that two hours was, like, a long estimate. You know, if you were 700 in line and the, the queue was two hours, it might take, like, a little over an hour before you could get in the game. Yep. Sure. So like, you could go do something. Day off work or, like, skip classes to be able to play. Right, exactly. They, they yeah, I mean, I read that a lot sucks. of things where people got babysitters for their kids so they could play the game without, <laughs> without you know, worrying about, you know, kids and stuff. And, and they couldn't because they couldn't get in the first day. Isn't the that why they make light sockets? Light sockets so yeah. they could stick their fingers in? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Babysitters. What's that, Corey? <laughs> the Cardinal Cafe in Newark Valley, uh, New York, was closed Tuesday. Really? Because yep. of that? Uh, they had another reason, but I'm pretty sure that's the real reason. <laughs> the the other reason was like something like he had to clean out his fridge or something? Yeah. Yeah, something okay. <laughs> so he was playing Diablo, probably. Or trying to play Diablo. What a nerd. Okay, so uh, once you got in, you got into the character creation, um, once people were finally able to come in. Um, I got up that morning uh, at about 8 o'clock and was able to play for eh, three hours before they took the servers down again for maintenance. So Nice. I got a good three or four hours in. 
uh, of playing time. Um, the I really enjoyed the in- installation stuff. Did you have that, Corey, when you installed the game? When you were downloading uh, it? I'm not at sure. All? I just clicked install and then went and did something else. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because it had like a it had music playing in the background that was really cool, and it explained like kind of the background of the whole Diablo, the the whole Diablo story. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, as I was sitting there for an hour installing the game. Um, and then you go to character creation. Uh, characters you can be are Barbarian, Demon Hunter, Monk, Witch Doctor, and Wizard. Uh, Barbarian's like the tank class. Uh, Demon Hunter is the ranged class. Um, Monk is uh, uh, in close kind of DPS type of character. Um, can't take as much damage as the Barbarian, but deals a lot of damage. Uh, Witch Doctor is the almost like druid type of class that uses poisons and mm-hmm. death spells and that sort of summons stuff. Summons creatures, too. Yep, summons. Um, and then the wizard is the ranged magic Character. pure DPS class. So, uh, You could also make a male or female, which I liked about this game. That's cool, yeah. Um, you couldn't do that in 2? Nope. No, there was certain characters that were male or female. Oh, the, that's right. Wasn't like the rogue female, the rogue class was female or the, something like that? The, the assassin. Assassin, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh this there's a sorceress. There was an only a girl. There was a necromancer. Am- was the Amazon. Dude. That was a woman too, I think. <laughs> I well, I would hope both the Amazon and the sorceress were, were women, <laughs> but <laughs> that would make a pretty interesting game if it wasn't. Corey. Pretty sure the Amazon was a female. It's it could... like when you're a little kid and you you tell your grandma you want to grow up and be a waitress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you told her? Or? Oh yeah. Yeah. a boy. I'm not that far off. So what did <laughs> <laughs> what did everybody make? Uh, I made Character. a witch, I made a witch doctor and then a wizard. Okay, and played with the yeah. wizard way more than I was I did gonna the say. You doctor. only played your witch doctor up to level like three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, Eric. What'd you make? I I made a witch doctor. I liked it a lot more than Will liked his though. <laughs> okay. uh, and this is the first time I ever made a female character. Eric, you ended up, I didn't even know you ended up buying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> um, no, I actually, I made a Witch Doctor as well, and that's what I had for the beta. Um, and I just liked it so much in beta, I wanted to see it through, so I, I went with it again. Wait, mm-hmm. what did you make? I missed it. Witch Doctor. Yeah. I made a female monk. Uh, I don't know. The monk class just seemed kind of interesting to me, so that's what I went with. Um, you could also make a banner for your character, which I didn't really know wh- how that was. You know, what what does that mean exactly? The the banner is used for multiplayer when you have more than one people playing on a server. You can yeah. click on their banner, which surrounds the portal, yeah. okay. um, and it'll transport you to that player. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because I didn't really understand what what that did. Um, the intro after you make your character was was really. Pretty excellent, didn't you think? Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I liked the way that they set everything up, and yeah. it was dark, and I really liked it. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't recall it at all, to be honest with it's you. It's the one where uh, the old man is in the church, Deckard Kane is in the church, right. uh, reading books, and it's raining, and there's a thunderstorm, and, you know, his... his Leah? N- yeah, Leah, his niece, is trying to get him to go, and then so- a fireball comes screaming out of the sky oh. and plun- plunges into the church. Huh. And Deckard, you didn't watch it? Come on, meow, Corey. You must have just skipped it, right? Maybe I skipped it. I don't know, because uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It seems like all my uh, cinematics aren't. Maybe it has something to do with my graphics on my computer or something. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. Maybe like my computer can't play certain cinematics or something like that. Maybe. So, but your computer sucks. We're just going to skip this part. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> I'm serious. You don't get to see all this cool shit. You need a new computer, sir. <laughs> Watch it on YouTube. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I probably will. Okay. I don't recall. I don't. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. All right. Well, did you? I saw it. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, yeah, I, I, it does a nice job of of setting up the game and and mm-hmm. some of the some of the main characters at least early in the game. Because I wasn't quite sure what happened, right? At all. Yeah, so. I, I did not remember Diablo two like at all. I don't I don't remember anything that happened in How it. How long I, has it been? Diablo two came out years. in two thousand. Wow. Uh, the expansion came out in two thousand one, I think, mm-hmm. or two thousand two. Yeah. I think one. So I was sixteen. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. Well, but uh, you start off after you make your character in the town of Tristram, uh, which apparently is the setting for the first Diablo game. It's, uh, uh-oh, Corey got disconnected. No. Is that Tyler's fault? Tyler started moving around. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't touch anything. You better fucking not have, uh, Tyler. It's all right, Tyler. Don't worry. You're fired. It's Eric's fault. Oh, that sucks. It's not my fault. Huh. Are you still recording? It's connecting. Yeah, oh, you of course. Betcha. We don't make apologies for any shit that happens to us. So yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it yeah, you start off in the in the town of Tristram, which is the setting for the first game. Um, it's actually New Tristram. Uh, I guess it's it's just just outside of uh, old old Tristram. Yeah. So uh, you know what? We're taking. Quick break, and I'll see if I can get Corey back in the into the into the fold. Into the fold. Um, you know what, Dan? He left. He wants to watch the Rangers game. You're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, we'll be right back in just a second. Sorry about that, folks. We had some uh, technical difficulties. Um, but anyway, as I was saying before, before the Corey got disconnected, uh, you start off in the town of New Tristram. Um, Old Tristram was the site of the first first Diablo game and, and below. Um, it got so, wrecked, right? Isn't that the... Yeah, it got destroyed um, during, after... I didn't play the first Diablo, so I don't really know. But... so It was on PlayStation, right? Did, yeah. Wasn't there a PlayStation? Yep, the original one. And actually, they're talking about putting Diablo 3 on consoles. Which it I think... It would be so easy to do that. I know, exactly. I think it would be... A, very easy game to put on console. See, then I might buy it. Yeah, yeah, because it's. I mean, it's pretty pretty simple game. But yeah. Okay. Um. So, what did everybody think of the game so far? I think it's awesome. Yeah. I don't want to get too into the story and stuff, but my uh my I mean, we talked about it a little bit after we did the beta. Um. And my thoughts, for the most part, haven't changed much from there. Right. I still think it feels and plays a lot like Diablo 2 in so many ways, but yeah. it does have that kind of modern polish. It kind of gets rid of some of the annoying nuance of, of the second one. Like, I mean, we talked about it, but the town portal scrolls yeah. and the identify scrolls and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the effects and animations are pretty cool. Uh, Graphics-wise, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. It might not feel like it, um, but even on my laptop, I can run it fairly smoothly. Um which is impressive. I know a lot of people are actually complaining about the graphics for people that have high-end machines. 
but I can't speak to that because I do not have a high-end machine. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, my opinion is it's a, like a top-down isometric hack and slash game. I don't, well, like, what do you need graphically that it's not right. already doing? And I yeah, guess. That's, that's what I mean, like, other than effects and animations, which right. I think are all very good. I think they're good, too. And I, I've, I've heard that, like, later on in the game, you're, there's, like, hundreds of enemies all on screen at the same time. It's hard to render all that stuff, even if you do have a high-end machine, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I really love the game, too. So far, I've been thoroughly addicted. I put uh, 14, 15 hours into it, maybe. Um, so far, I'm up to level 23. I passed Corey. Oh, you passed me. Yeah, I was trying to catch up to you last night, and then I got booted from the servers again at, like, 1130 last night. How are, how are you playing it? Are you doing everything, or are you just going for the... No, I do everything. I explore yes. every dungeon and okay. all See, that yeah, stuff. Okay, see, yeah, the way I played it um, yesterday, I in... Maybe this is why I probably only have like eight hours on my game. Maybe not even that much, seven or eight hours, and I'm level 21. And I was just going from um, uh, waypoint to waypoint, just doing the main quest and not exploring or anything. Oh, like okay, that. I see. So you were getting you were getting all the quest experience, but not really so much right. like, from fighting all the different things. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense. You had double the time I had played. Yeah, we're probably I mean at least close to the same same spot. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get into that story-wise, but... Right. Yeah, um, well, some of the things I like about it, I like, I, I really think that the game, uh, I don't know, like like you said, it's it's very much Diablo 2, but but updated. Uh, yeah, if, they, if their goal was to pay homage to Diablo 2, I think they did an excellent job. Yeah. Um, I, well, I don't think they could have changed it too much without pissing a lot of people off, you know? Yeah, they made a lot of people angry with the graphics, enough as it is. Right. Um, I'm trying to. I'm getting sick of the gaming community bitching about everything. By the way, <laughs> are you? Yeah, I am. Okay, I'm sick of people wanting something different every time a new game comes out. Like, well, this isn't what I wanted. Well, too bad. For you know? me, yeah, for me, Diablo three is like exactly what I was hoping for and exactly what I was expecting. And I went into it with with almost no information, because uh-huh. um, I kind of wanted to have sometimes it's have, better. Yeah, I, I didn't want to have any preconceived notions of how it was going to be. Yeah, um, yeah, I really like uh, that it's just an updated. Uh, and like Corey said, they t- they took out the some of the annoyances like the spell scrolls. Um, that took up inventory space, and the identify scrolls that took up inventory space. Now they're just like two different two different spells, right? Which I think is a really good idea because it kind of streamlines things. Plus, you don't have those taking up your inventory space, um, which can be very frustrating. Yeah, especially when you're dragging back, you know, loot after loot after loot after loot. Yep. So, I, and I find that later, the later I get in the game, the more I have to return to. Sell, my, sell off my crap or break it down. Doesn't it make you wish they had something like they have in Torchlight where you can send your pet off to return and sell Yeah, that would be a great idea because you do have companions that you can have with you in the game. Yeah. And I don't know, if was that in Diablo 2? Yeah, Diablo 2 had like a mercenary system. Not, I don't think it was as extensive as it in this game. Okay, you couldn't control this... their equipment or anything? I'm not sure. I think you could to yeah, that a, little, was... a lesser extent than yeah, in this one. That was about it. Basically, okay. in Diablo 2 is, like, the equipment. Okay. Yeah, and in, in this one, um, you can choose what skills they have. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's it's like your own character light version. 
Right. And uh, what I also like about that, though, is how they all have their own backstories behind them. Yeah. And as you progress through the game, they'll tell you more about their history and stuff, if you care about that stuff. Right. Um, I found that the only character I care about in, in their history is the blacksmith. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I've talked to everybody, but, like, I just don't really care about anybody other than the blacksmith story. Right. Maybe it's because he was so off-putting to start, and he's, like, coming kind out of his shell a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kind, kind of warming up to your character. Yeah. I think the story is a lot better in Diablo 3 than it was in Diablo 2. I don't remember paying any attention to the story <laughs> in Diablo 2. Yeah. I just remember going from one point to another and killing whatever just I was supposed to ravaging kill. Ravaging the shit out of your mouse button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm still doing. Yeah. Um, like General Sherman. Like Yeah, General. meow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah meow. <laughs> um, Did you like the story say? better? Oh, no, yeah, um... I mean, the story is better, but it is still all about the loot. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a loot whoring game, and, yeah. and I, I wouldn't put the story on par with some of the games that are some of the RPGs that are more narrative based. Right. Um, but it is better. That being said, I still don't really care about it. Really? Yeah. I'm see. I'm I'm interested in this in this one story. I really like. All I'm concerned about is loot. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, do you, do you like the uh, the lore thing that you can click the button and it'll tell you? Yeah, the lore for it? the different bad guys and stuff. Yeah, I think we talked about that when we talked about the beta a little bit. How nice it is to that it's all um, narrated like yeah. with voice rather yeah. than having to read through stuff. Yep, because yeah. it's such a passive game. Like you don't really. I mean, the way I play, I don't really play it consciously. It's kind of like something I do while I'm like have something on TV. Or, you know what I mean? Like I'm not all that. In, I'm not all that focused in it. It's almost like um, when you listen to a podcast. Well, yeah. It's like I could put a podcast on right. and play Diablo and or focus cook. on both perfectly well. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, like I cook or clean when I when I listen to stuff. Like a woman. Yeah. I, I see. I have to actively listen to podcasts. I can't be doing something else because then I won't pay attention. See, that's the thing, though. Like, I, I sometimes I don't pay attention, but, like, I still feel like I get most of it. Right. Because you tune back in and, and you're like, man, Adam Carolla is funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, his I could probably listen to. Right. Uh, passively because he has one every day. Right, and you like just having him in the background. Right, yeah. Bitching up a storm. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Some of the other ones I listen to, they're not as good for okay. passive listening. Yeah. Um, it, it would have to be something not very in-depth. Right. Like nothing to deal with history right, 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 right teaching right, right. you things yeah yeah I, I i'm the exact opposite core i'm really into the diablo like the whole story and figuring out the battle system and and making my character the best you know kind of character i can and and figure out which uh which of the companions help me the most for different situations i actually ended up switching from one to the other um because mm-hmm. of this the new companion that i have is more beneficial to me in the for the type of enemies i'm fighting right now sure so how about you, Will? What do you think of the story? It's a lot better, definitely. I feel like it's more, I don't know, more prevalent than Diablo yeah. 2. Like I said, as you said, Diablo 2, you just kind of walk around and yeah. go point to point. And that's all I remember, too. And I don't remember if, if it's because it's just been so long since I played it, but I don't remember like even knowing what was going on in the story well, at I mean, all. I played it like two years ago, maybe. It wasn't, so I, it wasn't that long yeah, ago. Yeah, and I don't even remember it. Okay. Yeah, it was probably a good five or six years since I've last played Diablo 2. Which I'm, pro- I'm going to buy Diablo 2 again when I start working to play that and get the story. Yeah, I kind of want to do that too. And Diablo 1, but I probably won't. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I tried playing that once and I just couldn't do it. It's too dated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So does anyone have any dislikes? Boy. I have a few. <laughs> um, there's no customization. Yeah. Other than the loot that you have, I remember in Diablo, Diablo 2 there were like ability points, and you put the ability points into certain skills. Yeah. And this one, as you go, the abilities are just unlocked for you. And they have the rune uh, system or whatever, which is fine, but like, um, you know, it, two witch doctors at the same level technically are the exact same. Like, you can all choose the same abilities and everything. It's just the equipment that you have. Right. That's true. And that that kind of bugged me because I, I just feel like you know it's it's a linear linear progression. Right. Um, again, as you said, other than the loot that you have. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard a few people, a few different people, mention that it's not you're not going to have as varied a character as you had in the in in Diablo two. Sure. Um. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. I see. I see your point because yeah, you can you can customize the abilities a little bit with the runes, but it's not as different as you know just not even choosing some or. You know, putting a lot of points into one ability so that it's really good, you know, like it was yeah. in the second one. Mm-hmm. And again, like two players, like two witch doctors at the same level um, can have the same abilities. There's no, I mean, in the older games, as you progress, you're putting points into different things and developing your character differently. Right. But in this one, you know, characters at the same level have the same abilities. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. It's, Everything it's, it's, is available to you at the same level as it, you know, it is for everybody else. Yeah, and do you think they did that to to make it uh, more easy for new people to get into the game, or do you think it's just, they just want to streamline everything? I think, yeah, I think it's just a matter of streamlining things and making ba- the you know balance, the, the balance yeah. issues so much easier for them. Yeah, because they are going to have PvP, um, right? Eventually, I know that's not not in there yet, but they, I think maybe they said over the summer they're going to put PvP in it. Um, and yeah, you're right for for balancing for that because it's already all balanced, you know. Yeah. They don't have they don't have to worry about that. Where you know they find out later that some class's power is super powerful for PvP. You know, so something sure. you may not even use in the single player. But yep. yeah, they, they, you're right. They probably have it all balanced already. And uh, another thing I felt is that combat is kind of limiting. Um, there's only you can only have six active abilities at once. Yeah. And uh, there's no there's no basic attack. No, there isn't. Is there? Which which kind of bugged me. Um, there is to start, but once you... Uh, it's kind of hard to explain without explaining all of it. Basically, the left mouse button and the right mouse button are two different abilities, and then 1, 2, 3, and 4 are different abilities. Yeah. And as you level up and gain abilities, um, you plug them into each of those corresponding buttons. And uh, once you get an ability for the... I think it's the left mouse button is the starts off being the basic attack. Yeah. Yep. Basic attack. Once you get an ability for that, it becomes that ability. Did See, you guys I, notice that? Yeah, yeah, but I, I feel, I still feel like it's a basic attack, and that's what you use to build. My meter is the spirit meter. Uh-huh. I don't know what what the other classes have, but I do feel like that's still like a standard attack. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different type of of standard melee attack. Sure. Um, well, my uh, my character as the witch doctor, the left button for me right now is something that just summons this huge spider. But since I can only have one active at once, if I keep clicking it, it keeps just spawning the spider, whereas oh, I just want to keep one around. Oh. Which so is kind of annoying. Maybe it's just because of, you, of your different class. Because, I, you know, because I'm a monk, I'm a melee class. That's right. the right, the, the left mouse button is still a melee attack no matter what ability you pick. It's just a different right. type of melee attack. And then the, the right mouse button is like a, like one of, like a spell that mm-hmm. uses my spirit meter. 
and then my other one through four are different like power you know abilities too sure so yeah what about I... go ahead no, go ahead will I've pretty much yeah. played the wizard the most because I've done co-op and I had my witch doctor's my solo character. Yeah. But basically it's kind of like the left mouse is just like it shoots out uh, a bolt of electricity and the right uh, mouse button shoots out a beam of ice and I can move it around and it's like a constant beam until I run out of mana. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of so cool. That's pretty cool. It slows down the enemies and stuff. So yeah, maybe it's different for magic-based and then melee-based classes. It could be. It's just annoying because I kind of want to be able to do something while my summons are doing stuff. You know, right. like I have spells and stuff I can do, but once I run out of mana, like I just kind of got to stand around. Right. You don't have uh, an ability that generates mana. Mana. Yeah. Um, I do, but like I can't always use it. It depends on the circumstances of the battle that I'm in. Okay. So I don't. know. It would just be nice to have a button that is my attack with my sword, my yeah. ceremonial dagger or whatever it's called for the Witch Doctor. I yeah. just want to be able to do that, in addition to use all my abilities. Right. Huh. That's different. I, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it just annoyed me. Okay. Um, and I did find myself getting bored from time to time. Um, I, You know, it's still mindless clicking, in my opinion. Although I will say some of the boss battles, I was more actively engaged in than I was in any of the other Diablo games. Yeah. Um, some of them do require a little bit of strategy yeah. and timing and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was fine. I mean, that was an upgrade from the other ones. But other than that, like, I don't know. I just got bored a little bit here and there. Okay. Will? I, don't know, I haven't really played enough to get. Yeah, that's true. You're only in level level nine, right? Yeah. You played it three hours. Maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't find myself getting bored. Um, I would get distracted from a, a mission if I found like a dungeon that I wanted to check out before I completed my mission. Um, but it's it's kind of a dangerous game because you know it, it it's got a little bit of the sieve thing and that you want to keep going you know do one more small thing clear one more dungeon and then you're done. Um, it's not quite as dangerous because you know sieve is just one click and you know one or one turn. Whereas this is you know I could be in this dungeon for ten minutes or I could be in this dungeon for an hour. It depends on what's in there, you know. Definitely. So. Uh, what else? Well, one of the things they did uh, is the the at the live events or what do they call them? There's a word for them. Oh, the random events. Yeah, that yeah, occur, yeah. Which is kind of cool because yeah, there's so many uh, just random dungeons peppered throughout the game that if you go into one, there could be an event that occurs in there where you have to deal with a boss yep. or you know do something, and that's always fun. Yeah, I've had a few of those. Yeah, I've had more fun doing those kind of things than doing like what the main story demands. Yeah, because it, it it changes it up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've run a couple of those. are pretty pretty sweet, and that's definitely new from the other ones. That the other the Diablo two didn't have that, right? Um, well, another new thing that Diablo three has is the training the blacksmith and the jeweler. Yeah. Um, Will you probably haven't gotten to the jeweler jeweler like nope. jeweler yet? But yeah, what you do is you spend a certain amount of gold to train um, the blacksmith character and the jeweler character to craft um, better equipment for you and. Combined in the jeweler's case, combined gems, better gems. So that's new. Yeah, I like doing. I actually got quite a bit. Was there crafting even in the other one? I don't remember. No, I don't think. I so. don't think so. Okay, so I I've yeah kind of taken a liking to crafting. And the way you get resources for crafting is by salvaging magical equipment. Um, 
So if you have what I do is I you know if I have stuff in my inventory when I go to clear my clear my loot bag, um, if I have stuff that's not really worth a lot of money, I'll I'll salvage that and then just sell the the expensive stuff so I can you know balance the money I make and the and the the crafting resources. Definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to keep up on my crafting, but I've gotten to the point where I'm starting to get a lot of magical like yellow items, uh, so I haven't really had any use for any of the stuff I've crafted. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy doing it, and I'm st- I just got the jeweler too, um, so I started upgrading the jeweler and socketing gems in my in my my magic items, which is no, very useful. No surprise that they had that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was that in the old game. In yeah, Diablo I mean, 2. There, there's so much of this game just comes directly out of Diablo 2. And in fact, the only new things I can think about, the the entirely new things, is the the blacksmith and the jeweler and like the random events. Other than that, right? Yeah, I can't come up with anything. So if you like Diablo 2, yeah, like Diablo you'll, you'll, 3. you'll definitely like Diablo 3. Um, where was I going to go? I've know. I've played I play I played too much of the game. Um, my brain is, I have a video game headache. For those of you that know what that is, um, <laughs> I, you should. If you are a gamer, you probably know what a video game headache is. But do you think? Um, I'm I'm kind of hoping that in the future, although I don't know if they're going to, and I think actually you're going to talk about this in your news story, Corey, is that I I would like at some point for Diablo three to release, um, like a patch allowing you to play it completely offline you know Mm -hmm. um yeah that i mean that's basically what my news article is about so do you want to save it for yeah we'll we'll save it but i'm I'm hoping because the whole the whole online always thing really kind of pisses me off because i mean other than maybe uh, the occasional grouping with a friend i'm just going to be playing this game by myself sure you know and and i'm with you on that 100 percent. yeah i mean i'll i'll probably like i said we'll group with friends at some point but not not really i never did in the second one because um, I never, I didn't play it at the same time as my other friends. So, yeah, I know you. Uh, how's the multiplayer work, Will? Because I know you it's played pretty, it for a little bit. It's pretty good, but I can tell because I was playing side by side with my friend. Like since my computer is a little runs the game a little slower, and he uh-huh. has like an Alienware computer, uh-huh. I could see like he would lag ahead every now and again. Oh, really? But it really wasn't that big of a deal to me. Okay, but it runs seamless. Perfect. Okay. And uh, yeah. for multiplayer, everybody's loot is their own, so you're not sharing. Oh, that's, loot that's kind people. of a good idea. So you don't have to worry about someone stealing all the loot. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I had uh, the same experience with multiplayer. It is really seamless. And it's seamless in terms of going from playing by yourself to playing with somebody else, too. Um, I played offline for, I think, most of the first act. Um, but at a certain point, I just clicked the option to make it public. And um, somebody, like, people would drop in and out and we'd just play along for as long as whoever was interested and then they'd drop out and somebody else would come in which was fine um, I wouldn't recommend the multiplayer if you're looking for the story aspects of the game a lot of times I would be like in the town selling stuff or doing whatever in town while somebody else was playing through the story and they didn't care about the story so to them it was just like click through all the dialogue and just like you know, go through things as fast as possible. Oh, so it's all got to be played at the same speed, even like yeah, yeah. Because I was in town and somebody was just advancing through the story, and it was counting for both of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So mm. I, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it if if you're into the whole lore. At least you know your first playthrough. But right, after right. That, then it, when it doesn't really matter. 
Yeah, because people will just blitz through the story and not, you know, wait for you or take your time or any take their time or anything. So yeah, so someone like me shouldn't make my game public. No, probably not. Because no. I'm getting into the story. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all I had to talk about for Diablo Three. Anything else you want to add, Corey? Uh, I will say that you know I have a lot of criticisms of it, but at the same time, I am hopelessly addicted. Yeah, I I, I love it. I can't wait to play again tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. And a lot of it is, uh, you know, the prospect of making real world money coming on the horizon. I think next week they're gonna add the real world auction house, real money auction house. Okay, sweet. sweet. That just pushes me more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you make a goddamn fortune. <laughs> Do you guys think this would be fun, player versus player? PvP. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Especially, Why? especially. Oh, I don't see how it could possibly be fun. The only thing I can think of is, like, the people that have, like, really high-level characters with really high-level gear wanting to test themselves, like, against another player with high-level character, high-level gear. Yeah, I don't... It, I, it's, I, I, it's more of a... Like, it doesn't interest me at all, um, other than, like, maybe wanting to fight one of my friends. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't care about, like, trying to beat other people. I don't, I don't care about that. But, but people who really want to prove that they have the best character are going to just go crazy for it, you know? But it's not something that interests me at all. I don't care. I don't want to be friends with those people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're right, though, Dan. Um, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that for the experience. You wouldn't do PvP for the experience of doing it. You'd do it right. just to prove, like, my character can beat your character. Yeah, exactly. Because all it is is just a click fest, you know. Like, you know, exactly, that's can... exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be fun doing that. Um, the fun would come from beating other people. Yeah. Which I know you like, Eric. I do, but not when it just involves me clicking, clicking. one, two, three, and four, and maybe the right mouse button. Yeah, it's it's not too involved. No. Not too involved. I at don't. All. Know, I can't get into that shit. Did you play Diablo two? Yeah. Okay. Hated did, it. Did you? Okay. It's. I just find it mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. Yeah, and and I agree with you more than uh, whatever review I do for this would lead. Would as I said, you know, I'm I'm just hopelessly addicted. Yeah, I'll wear off. Exactly, and like, if if there wasn't the real world auction house coming with currency, <laughs> I probably, I probably wouldn't be playing anymore already. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't see the draw. The the world is cool, and like the idea of the witch doctory and all that shit is cool. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't like PC gaming. Period. I've just come to that realization. Yeah. I just don't. I don't like the idea of me buying a computer tomorrow that probably won't be able to play a game next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. like that idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, the benefit, like, I, I mean, I, when I bought my computer, I wanted it to be able to play games for a while, but the video card is not, that's not a good video card, I, but I knew I had it upgraded. Right. And if you get, like, a, like, if you were to get one of the top-line video cards now, it'd probably be good for five or six years, but yeah. you're looking at a grand for the top-of-the-line video card. Right, and I don't want to have to keep updating it. Right, so, you know, if you buy a console, the console's going to play all the games that are right. released for the console for exactly. as long as the, you know, Xbox has been out for seven years. Xbox 360 is almost seven years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it's played, every obviously, every game that's been yeah. come out for it for that entire seven years. I mean, although I did have to buy... Uh, I'm on my third system. Yeah. Nah. So that's like twelve hundred bucks right well, there. Well, there's that, but I mean, <laughs> let's PS3. You wouldn't have to do that, I guess. But right. But then it's a PS3. Yeah. <laughs> and there's only a handful of games out for it anyway. Right. So you, happy you, I got one. You know what I heard? What's that? Gears of War three 
for Xbox sold more copies than all the PS3 exclusives combined last year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Impressive. It doesn't shock me. No, I'm that was uh, up at noon. Uh, IGN's oh YouTube show. Huh. That's, that's where I heard that. That's crazy. That's that is crazy. Good I, for that. I could see that too, though. That was a freaking sweet game. Gears of War was an awesome game. The multiplayer was beyond good. Yeah, it was. Okay, uh, I think that's it for Diablo 3. Um, I get, it gets my endorsement. I really like it. it I, I'm not going to be one of those people that plays it for years. Um, you know, I'll probably I'll beat it and then I'll probably do, start a second playthrough. I might play some of the different characters, but I mean, probably by the end of the summer, I won't even be thinking about it anymore. So, I, you know, as much as I I like it, I I can't really endorse it because to me, there's I don't know, there's just not much there. There's not much meat there. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a you know a loot whoring click fest but beyond that like i don't really know what to recommend in that game yeah. and even like playing with your friends like i guess but there's so many other better cooperative experiences online that yeah. i don't know yeah if you like diablo 2 you're probably gonna like diablo 3 yeah definitely definitely and i think that's what they were going for but yeah i don't know okay well what's your take so far i know so you didn't far, play it as much as me Corey, so but far. Yeah, playing. I'm playing it a lot more. Okay, very nice. So yeah, that'll do it for our primary segment of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are gonna take a quick break and be right back with our feedback and news right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our feedback slash news segment. Um, we actually have a couple voice... Bless you. Thank you. No problem. We actually have a couple voicemails this week, which, which I'm going to play. So thank you very much for the voicemails. Exciting. All right, here goes. I, I I don't know. We might have catastrophic failure. I don't know <laughs> if my, my bandwidth can handle all this stress, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, here is the first voicemail. Hey, what's up? This is Chase. Uh, I thought we were going to the intro, but um, using my phone right now, so I don't know how good this sounds or not. I'm a little tired due to my uh, painkiller plus sleeping pills medication, Heroin. which has made me just sound discombobulated like on my sniper elite comment email thing, which when I heard it, I sound like a goddamn retard. But I just want to know I really like the guy. I really enjoyed the podcast and everything. Just been really helping me out through my uh, crappy time for the last, like, what, two months? So... Yeah, thanks. Also, want to ask you guys if you ever bought anything really spontaneously, like out of nowhere, and turned out to be like one of the best things you ever bought. I just bought a game called Orion Dino Beatdown, which sounds, in fact, really stupid, but is actually quite fun and is like a dinosaur survival wave-based game, which is really, really funny, really good. It's like an art, and it's also like an MMO. You can go anywhere in the game, so it's you know kind of cool. I don't know how they, how they really did that too well, but it was, it was fun. I was wondering if there's any good MMOs coming out that I should keep an eye on. I know there's like Guild Wars 2 and the Secret World, but I'm looking for one I can buy and just kind of stick on to because, you know, just people like MMOs and flock to your channel and subscribe because, you know, I have such little subscribers and I know I'm going into any more of that stuff. I really just want to say like the show. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Pankos might make me drop out. I don't know if this sounds discombobulated or not. I don't know if it's even discombobulated. All right, I'm going to block out now. Also, Sniper Elite. I beat it. And that game... It's, it was okay. I was like, it was just pretty bad. So, uh, all right, bye. 
All right, Chase, thanks for the voicemail, man. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you sounded fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you did sound fine. Yeah. Um, Should we answer his uh, question real quick? Yeah. Uh, spon- spontaneous purchases that you ended up really liking. Spontaneous, like, out-of-the-blue purchases that you ended up really liking. Not for me. I usually hated most of the ones that I bought spontaneously. <laughs> I've got you, a couple. you didn't love your N-Gage? <laughs> I mean, I did. I loved Uh-oh. that thing. What's up, Corey? What do you got? Uh, I've got a couple. What do you got, Meow? Part of the spontaneity is my own fault, just not following video games at the time. Um, that would be Dragon Age. Okay, yeah. A game I had no idea about. And uh, I saw, I don't know if it was a, a pre-release trailer, like a week before it came out, and I bought it and ended up loving it. Yeah. Um, but that was when I wasn't following video games as much. I would say Dark Souls, for me, also, is a pretty spontaneous purchase. Right. Um, again, like, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but, you know, enough people liked Demon Souls that there was a little bit of hype surrounding it. Uh, but it came out, and I bought it pretty much blindly, and it ended up being a, my 2011 game of the year. Right. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything spontaneous that I purchased, purchased that I ended up really loving. Um, Dragon Age also, for me, was kind of at least slightly spontaneous, because, I mean, I had heard a little bit about it, but Corey was the one, actually, that suggested it to me. Um, so on his word, I went and bought it and, and ended up loving it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I usually try to make sure I'm well versed on what I'm spending money on because I'm kind of cheap. So I like to make sure I'm getting my money's worth. Um, the only spontaneous, like games, probably games that I didn't end up liking were more spontaneous purchases like, um, like Blue Dragon probably. I, oh, you know what? Grand Theft Auto 4 was kind of a spontaneous purchase because I didn't really like other than causing mayhem, the older games. Um, but I, I bought that, I don't know, on a whim, I guess, because I got got caught up in the hype, so I did buy that and didn't end up really liking it, though. It was okay. Anyone else? Uh, a game that I just kind of randomly bought one day was StarCraft Two. Okay. I mean, I played it a little bit and kind of liked it, yeah. but I just kind of went out and bought it over the summer, and I, I really like it. I don't play it a real lot because right. I had to delete it from my computer, but, I mean, that's not like a a random game that I just kind of bought, like I knew about it going in. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I guess I can't really come up with anything that I bought out of the blue. Hey, you know what? I think Trials Evolution would probably count for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because I didn't play the first one. Right. And I just, I tried the demo and I bought it and I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that would be... Yeah, it's a good... Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, MMOs. MMOs coming out. Um, I actually was talking during the break, and that's part of the reason why I like PC gaming is because of the MMOs. That's like probably one of my favorite type of games. Um, I think he, he mentioned Guild Wars 2, right? That he was... said Secret World and Guild Wars 2. Okay. Um, one to look out for is uh, Planet Side 2. Um, the first Planet Side was a like an MMO FPS. It's a first-person shooter, but it's, it's massively multiplayer and online, obviously. Um, looks really sweet. Uh, I'm trying to think. If of I was to get a new computer, it would be for that game. Planet Side Two. Yep. Yeah, because Planet Side One was awesome. I um, loved that game. Yeah, for its for its day, it was pretty impressive. And my computer ran it like shit, and I still liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty good. So yeah, keep your eye out for that one. I feel like there was Terra. Did you? Well, Terra's out already. Oh, is it? Already? Yeah, it came Holy out. Crap. I think early early this month. Didn't you beta test it? I beta tested Terra. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It's no. kind of, it's somewhat bland. Yeah. He he mentioned Guild Guild Wars too, right? Yeah, yes. he did say Guild Wars too. So yeah. Um, I feel like Elder there's another Scrolls one next year. Right? Elder, Elder Scrolls. On. Well, he tweeted us actually. And I don't know if I read it, but 
it was something like uh, something like gamers gamers oh. say they want uh, they the oh. Uh, co-op, co-op Skyrim, uh, uh, co-op Elder Scrolls game would be cool, and then Bethesda's like, oh, we're gonna release a, a Elder Scrolls MMO. Yeah, not quite the same thing, but yeah, yeah, I get it. It's I like, would be it's, happy. It's, it's, if, it's like thanks, um, thanks Bethesda. You weren't quite listening to us <laughs> for that one, but what no, part? I would like a Elder Scrolls game with multiplayer in the vein of Dark Souls, where people just kind of randomly drop yeah. in and out. Yeah, pop into your. Your game, your universe. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, Chase. I'll get back to you. I feel like there was another MMO that's coming out that's a kind of a big one, but I can't come up There's with it right now. I think it's, I, can't, I forget what it's called. It's called, like, Salem or something like that. Haven't you guys heard of that? No. Where no, you, like, build up a community of people from the ground, and, like, the community just persists and persists and persists until, like, somebody moves on to a, a different area of... Wherever and just starts building up a community and it goes from there. It's kind of like Minecraft, but like MMO. Huh. That sounds kind of cool. I think yeah. it's called. Salem it is called Salem Core. I just looked it up. Yeah. It's free to play. Oh. That one looked pretty cool to me. Huh. Am, am I right in my assessment of the game? Uh, I don't know. I have to read it. Oh, okay. But yeah, there's one that that kind of takes that that Minecraft concept. And in, in, in even the Star Wars Galaxies concept, a little bit of building player-made communities oh, from the was, ground up. That was probably the best part of that game, I right? Thought. Yeah. And no one's no one's done that since. No, and it was definitely the most innovative of the MMOs. Yeah. And you're right, no one's done it since, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, thanks, Chase, for the voicemail. We've been we've been begging for one from you, so we we appreciate it. Um, okay. Uh, next voicemail. I'm going to play right now. Hey, guys. It's Ryan Gervais. I heard you guys call me out on the uh, Thanks... Or not Thanksgiving. The St. Patrick's Day podcast. I finally just caught up with all your episodes, and I've literally been listening to you guys nonstop for like a week. I uh, did get engaged since you asked that, and I... Uh, have been trying to start up a podcast. Unfortunately, the motive kind of, or the theme, I guess you could say, kind of fell through. It was just like, let's get around, drink with a bunch of friends, and see what happens. And it took six hours to set up, and I was so drunk that it didn't exactly play out as planned. It's actually kind of funny to listen to. Maybe I'll send it to you, but it didn't really work out. But uh, So if you guys have any ideas, please feel free to send it to us. But I have uh, been listening to you guys. I liked your conversation about Fez. Kind of reminded me of like Fezception. <laughs> All the puzzle games that you guys have been talking about lately definitely made me interested in puzzle games. But uh, let's see, what have I been playing lately? I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. I finally downloaded that on PSN. Good choice. And it's bringing back a lot of old memories. But, uh, yeah, just trying to catch up with you guys. So, uh, again, feel free for any podcast ideas because I really want to get started on that, and I have everything to start, just waiting on ideas of what to do. All right, guys, keep up the good work. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, that was from Ryan Gervais. So thank you, Ryan. I 
I did. Did I call him out on the St. Patty's Day no, episode? Shout out. It was a shout out. Shout out. I knew. Yeah, because I remember. I don't. I don't remember that episode yeah, like at it all. Was when we were thanking all of our loyal fans. Yeah. I think. I think you were the one that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I like. I don't remember that episode at all. It sounded like somebody yelled "I love you" at the yeah, end I of that, that voicemail. Oh, did you really? Hear that? Yeah, one of his friends yelled it in the background. Oh, nice. Um. No, so it sounds like his podcast that he tried to start was a lot like our St. Patty's Day a episode. Few, a few of our episodes have, <laughs> yeah. have turned into drunkenness. A lot like uh, that one or Corey's Farewell episode, yeah. Box the, Wine Challenge. Fall, episode 40. Yeah. Fall Games Preview Part 2, I think, is when, I got, when I got blackout drunk. <laughs> it happens. It's, it's funny, funny to listen to the end of it because I just like... Uh, uh. Oh, it's painful for those of us that got drunk. Right, like everybody, everybody that's not funny. us. Well, I yeah. don't know. I I would say people that aren't us probably don't find it too funny. I you know, know what I mean? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Are you just rambling on about mindless bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they're drinking while listening. Well, that's, so that's what we can hope. Yeah. You know, meow. Yeah. Um. Because I I didn't remember very much of what we talked about on the St. Paddy's Day episode at all, and like, I mean, I was. Uh, not coherent. That's not the word I'm looking for. Definitely I would, not incoherent. Um, well, I was I was incoherent, <laughs> but I, like I, I I remembered the rest of the day. Oh, okay. Until I went to bed, I just don't remember what we talked about during the episode. Canada, Canada to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did get into Canada, didn't we? Yep. Oh yeah. How it was America's hat. Yeah. And I vaguely remember that. <laughs> Your uh, sister demanded an apology. That's right. Yeah, because right. she's in the process of moving. Did you ever get one? Uh, no, no, we don't do we, apologies. We don't here. apologize. Um, oh, podcast ideas, Ryan. Um, well, I need to know what, what him and his friends are into. Well, I was going to say, make it because when we were trying to, we knew we were going to do a podcast before we knew what it was going to be about. And we were, when we were tossing around ideas, I mean, I had considered hockey, but we spent a lot of time talking about video games. I'm like, why don't we just? One of us, I don't. It might have been me. I, we're just like, why don't we just do a video games podcast? And that's that's how kind of our idea was born. And then it just went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, make sure it's something you get you and your friends like you know like to get around and talk about. And uh, I've also heard uh, when I we were going to start ours reading, I've heard not to make it about like a TV show because after the TV show is over, you don't really have anything to make a podcast mm-hmm. about. Like that's a lot true. of people had lost podcasts, and that's. I mean, you could still do a podcast about Lost, but who's going to listen? You know, the show's been over for a couple of years now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it so. depends on what you're looking for because, you know, some people have found a ton of success doing, like, a Game of Thrones podcast. Right. You know? And right, right, right. If you could use that as a jumping off point yeah, or something else. Yeah, and if longevity isn't your goal, then, sure, because you know, there's always going to be video games until the apocalypse happens. But even then... Um, There'll still be people wanting to play video games, right. myself included, if I survive. Oh, uh, we'll survive, Dan. It, it depends on what kind of apocalypse it is. If it's an alien one, I'm going to die in it. But if yeah. it's zombies, I'll be fine. Well, Dan, I don't know the new training we're going to get in Halo 4. Maybe we'll survive. That's true. That's true. That is training. You know? I agree. We're going to train our tails off on Election Day. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. Um... Vote Master Chief. Master Chief 2012. <laughs> I didn't even think of doing something like that. Perfect. No, that's going to be our tag. That's our slogan? Master Chief. I like that. Hashtag, that's hashtag good. Master Chief 2012. Well, you started one, too. Don't 
don't Wait. vote play Halo. But you put a, a, a apostrophe in it, and that broke up the hashtag. Fuck. Yeah. I so was you have wondering. to do it again. I'm such a junior Twitter guy. Junior tweeter. In JT. Every election in school, when we do our votes, I'm going to put Master Chief and have like all do my it. friends do oh, it. Oh, do a write-in campaign. For Master Chief to be elected. Great idea. I like it. Like we we got to make this happen. Let's get famous. Yep. We're working Shit. on it. I want to get famous and I want to get criticized very heavily oh, by the media. Me too. By the mainstream media. Mainstream. I want to get Fox News just all over our shit. Oh, they had reporters like outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> we're just in here laughing and drinking beer. What a we're, bunch of idiots out there. We're, we're, we're shit faced and. and <laughs> Bill, o, Bill O'Reilly's out there just spewing out such bullshit. Yeah. We, we want to get shit faced and play Halo and the, the media's trying to. <laughs> trying to i would i would go out for a comment if i was drunk sure. from the media sure just to show you know what kind of classy guy i am if we needed to get real feisty out there dan i would challenge him to a fight oh there you go <laughs> if we want to make just some major headlines <laughs> make bill o'reilly and eric homa square <laughs> off uh i don't have my fenced in harry in the backyard anymore <laughs> We could build a, a homemade wrestling ring like they go. did on Trailer Park Boys. There you <laughs> the go. The Green Bastard. Yeah, I'll dress up like the Green Bastard. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Uh. Okay. Corey, you can hear us, right? Yep. I think okay. he's watching the hockey game. I think you're right. You okay. guys could become rich just I was just thinking, mission. man, Corey's not laughing or anything. He's watching the hockey game. <laughs> that's why he's smiling. Okay, on to uh, feedback. Let me see. Facebook... Let me call it the Twitter feedback. I forgot to do that. All right. Jared Needham, Corey's roommate, Woo. said, I had to record at 10.30 a.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. and played until 10.45. Not long enough at all. I hear you, He's Jared. referring to Diablo 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Because I posted uh, recording tonight at usual time. Our episode this week is about, no surprise here, Diablo 3. So let's hear your thoughts so far. So, yeah. That was the first one. The next one is from Kyle Seymour. says, Diablo 3 fulfills that childhood nostalgia. It's that It's that good. The storyline is amazing. The gameplay is quite intuitive. The changes made were for the better. One can count on... One con about it is if you don't want to play offline, it isn't possible at all. However, it's still quite enjoyable. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely fulfills that nostalgia aspect. I wouldn't say all the changes were for the better. I mean, we pointed out a few in our, our review in the last segment that I don't think were for the better. What was um, that? Well, I mean, it, I guess I'm speaking for everybody. Maybe I shouldn't. But, like, in my experience, I didn't like how it was the, the character progression was more oh, linear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, and I agree with you. was more limiting. I agree with you, yeah. I think overall it's a better game than Diablo 2, though. Do you agree? Nope. No. <laughs> Jerk. I mean, well, it's it's twelve years later, and yeah, like no. they haven't, like it's it's the same game minus a few things, and plus <laughs> like a blacksmith and a jeweler. If you were comparing <laughs> Diablo three now to Diablo two back then, it probably wouldn't be better. But I do think with with the more modern polish amenities, it is a better game. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, mainly I like the story better. I'm actually interested in the story. Right, yeah. And the story um, is better. I'll agree with that. Yeah. But um, I think overall, you know, and I still come back to the question, what the hell took them 12 years? Right. That's a good point. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Because I think if you have 12 years to make a game, it better be perfect. Yeah, and it's not. But I, well, I, I mean, the fact well, that it has and to be I'm online. Not, I'm not the saying time. the game isn't perfect. It's right. just, it is per- like in terms of balance and like even gameplay and everything. It's it's pretty perfect. There's there's nothing I could find wrong with it. But at the same time, it took away some of the stuff that made two so great. Right. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just there's, as I said in the last segment, there's not enough depth for me to like wholly recommend it to somebody. Yeah. It kind of feels like a cash grab, which we'll get into in the Ooh. news segment. I gotta be Ooh. honest with you, I I just don't know how it's that popular. I really don't. I I don't know how it got that big. I think Kyle makes a good point in that it fills fulfills childhood nostalgia. I think sure. that's a big part of it. Oh no, um, no, no, I'm not just talking about Diablo three. I'm talking oh, about Diablo as a whole. Diablo in general. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those weird Blizzard things. Like, I, I can't see World of Warcraft, why that's so popular. But it just, it I mean, it's huge. And, I mean, I don't know. I yeah. yeah, it's just one of those weird things. I agree. Um, I, you know, I do like it. But, I, I yeah, I agree. I don't see how it has such the such a big, broad appeal like it like it has, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe it's because it's so accessible to people. Because, really, I mean, it's clicking. Right. Yeah, it's not. Simple. There's not. There's nothing magical about it. Right. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because Corey, I, you talked a couple weeks ago about having a, you know, a simple. What was it? Simple. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> you got pick, there. Did Corey's you find anything on the end of your finger there, Meow? <laughs> Just some Diablo loot. <laughs> <laughs> You you mentioned uh, games that have like one simple mechanic being kind of addicting, and I think I think Diablo is is kind of into that. I mean, there's more than one mechanic, but it's sure. a very simple mechanic, and yeah. I think that's part of its addicting nature. There's not a lot you have to master to be able to play that game and play it well. You know, that's true. Yeah. So okay, uh, Tim McNamara says Diablo Jake. three sucks. He says it ranks up there with Portal two. Boy, doesn't it? I'd rather play Portal 2 than Diablo 3, to be honest with you. Yeah, there, well, there's it's more complicated, that's uh-huh. for sure. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Matt Park says, ask Aaron, Bre- Aaron Brzee from Blizzard. <laughs> he went to our high school. Yeah, yes, he did. And he, he works little... for Blizzard, is that what he does? Apparently. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's pretty successful there, too. wonder what he's doing over there. Why he hasn't contacted us yet. Do you know what he does, Corey? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know his actual job title. I just know he's he's doing pretty well for himself over there at Blizzard. Well, I think probably everyone that works for Blizzard's doing pretty well for themselves. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a f- little, a few off-topic things on, <laughs> on the Facebook. No, page. bring them up. Bring okay, okay, I, bring I was up. thinking about Buffalo today, and I am convinced they are really good for the sports world to help other teams succeed. Hmm. Um, this is from Christopher, Her- Christopher Henry, by the way. Uh, here's a logical test. Diablo 3 to e- is to EQ2 as the Buffalo Bills are to the New York Giants. <laughs> How do you guys interpret it? How did I interpret it, Dan? Uh, Eric said my interpretation is fuck off <laughs> and that at least the Bills play in a state they claim to be from. Right. Yes. And uh, the Giants fans around here wonder why I don't like them. It's because <laughs> how do- how could he possibly have thought to himself this is a good spot for me to pick on the buffalo bills 
I don't know. How could that even <laughs> come to his mind? I just don't get it. I don't think he said anything about the Giants, though. No, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, okay, he did. Yeah. Oh, he right. certainly did. Yeah, he said Diablo 3 is to EQ2. Does Chris even Buffalo watch Bills. football? Buffalo Bills are the New York Giants. <laughs> I don't know. I don't does know. he watch football? <laughs> I don't feel like he does. Uh, I don't know. I think everyone watches football. I don't think Chris does. <laughs> Well, again, fuck off. <laughs> okay. I think that's it for feedback. There wasn't any Twitter feedback. Damn it. Let me let me double check again. I don't I, need a tissue. Get out of here. Well, <laughs> I usually have I usually have this all, all all called up. But I didn't. God, I hope the Giants don't win a fucking game this year. <laughs> now now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'd uh I'd be okay with that. You know, we've we've got our fill of yeah, you guys have had your fill, haven't you? Wow. That's great, guys. You got your fill. <laughs> oh, oh, Colin Corcoran has... Uh, <laughs> You're so bad. Corey Alice on, on Twitter. Sad. Uh, did I do this one, too? I'm going to oh, no, kick yeah, somebody's ass five after I leave games. here. <laughs> That's UFC fight right now. You and me? Yep. All right. This is before or after we do our first rap recording. All right. Uh, after. All right. We need to get our first rap single out. <laughs> uh, Corey Alice on Twitter put his top five NES games. He put uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Mario Brothers Three, Crash, and the Boys, Mega Man Three, and Legend of Zelda. So a lot of those games were on a lot of our top five. Does anybody lists, know so. what Crash and the Boys is? No, I was going to ask that same zone. question. No, I've never played it. I'm look it up. Uh, Michael Nelson said, "I lost all respect for Eric when he said he, we go. he would support Arsenal." Those scum are the arch rivals of my beloved Tottenham. The Tottenham Hotspurs. Not familiar. Um, well, the only thing I would say to him is I understand where he's coming from because if somebody told me they were a fan of the Red Sox, I'd say the same thing. Right. But my only defense is I am just getting into soccer really right. big. so you had to pick a team. And, yeah, I don't know who anybody's rivals are. Right. I just know that I didn't want to be a Chelsea or Manchester United fan. Right. And I only picked Arsenal because that's who I use on FIFA. Right. And I have access to all their games on MSG. Why uh why does everyone pick or why why Chelsea and what's it? That those are that's like they always fucking win and they just they flop around and play like such douches. I, I don't know. So they're and like Wayne the Red Roo- Sox. Yeah, Wayne Rooney's on Man U and I don't like him. Okay. He's a chubby white guy who happens to be good at scoring goals. Okay. I just don't like him. Very nice. Does he chest him in? Oh, he did have one of the sickest bicycle kicks I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. He got Where hair plugs. <laughs> he, got he got hair s- plugs. Excuse me? He why? was going bald and he got hair plugs and put pictures on Twitter. Good for him. Now yeah, do you see why him. I don't like him? Sounds like a winner. Where's Tottenham? It's in England somewhere, I think. Because Hotspurs, I, I mean, I don't know, but uh, that's a Shakespeare reference. Yeah? Yeah, I was curious. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Tottenham's decent, I guess. Uh, I'll probably grow to dislike them as much as he dislikes Arsenal, but right now, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I don't know anything about soccer, so. Right. Um, And I only, like, I only, I don't really even dislike the Red Sox that much. I just kind of joke about it. I do. I just don't, I don't get that mad about sports. My least favorite team right now is the New York Giants, so. (laughs) They're a pretty good team. Yeah, they do get lucky. They sure do. <laughs> I think they're the f- are they the first nine and five team to ever win a Super Bowl? 
nine seven. Nine seven. That's what I meant. Not Maybe nine to five. I were think they, they were. Were they the sixth seed last year? Did yeah. They sneak right in there. Yeah. They yeah. They were, were definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, they won the division. No, are we talking about way back? No, last year. Oh, last year when the most recent one. I thought we were talking about the no. last one. No, did they, they, they win the division. Yeah, they won the division. Hey, the Rangers scored. All right. Go Devils. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they won the division. None of the other teams made it. Well, they didn't get a wild card either. Just... So. Bye, Eric. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first for news? Corey, why don't you go first, you dick? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Are we podcasting? <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. Uh, my article is titled The Real Reason There Will Never Be Offline Single Player in Diablo 3. And this is written by Paul Tassi at Forbes. My, um, my article, real quick, Corey, is pretty much the same as his. So, Well, I don't think it is. Well, yeah. It's pretty we'll much just our, Yeah, okay. <laughs> go, go. Um, so, current popular opinion seems to believe that Diablo 3 DRM, you know, you always have to be online, is an attempt to combat piracy. And Paul Tassi writes that, obviously, such an unrealistic idea has been proven false many times over. On games like Assassin's Creed 2, pirates cracked the DRM in under a day. And now when the Ubisoft servers go down, again, for a single-player game, the pirates are the only ones still playing. It's further evidence that piracy is a service problem. And always-on DRM treats paying customers like criminals and limits their access to the game. Which is something we've echoed a lot on this podcast, that... Um, you know, the only thing that the only people that anti-piracy measures affect are people who are playing the game legitimately, because pirates will always find a way. Yeah. Um, but he seems to think that Blizzard and Activision are doing the always online DRM thing um, in an attempt to prevent Diablo three from cannibalizing WoW, because if you think about it, WoW has a subscription, fifteen dollars a month. Diablo 3 does not. So if people are going to leave WoW to play Diablo 3, which they could, I, f- I feel like there is enough in Diablo 3 um, to keep people, you know, playing it for a while and ignoring their, their WoW characters or whatever. Um, so in order for the real world auction house to work, the real money auction house to work in Diablo 3, Blizzard Activision has to track everything that happens um, to prevent glitches and like item duplication, things that plagued Diablo 2. You guys follow it all? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so so it's just like it's just another way for them to make money. And if they couldn't make money off um, WoW, they they want to be able to make the same amount of money through Diablo three because the way the the real world auction house works is for every transaction that occurs, um, Blizzard and Activision make a little bit of a profit off of it. Yeah, they take a percentage. Fifteen percent, I think, is what 15%. it is. Fifteen percent. Um, so what do you guys think? Does that make it okay? No. It's online DRM just for that? No, because I feel like they should have separate, like, if you want to start a character offline, you start that character offline and play it offline. You can't get online at all with that character, yeah. you know? I think that's yeah. the way, way to do it, to please everybody. And then if you want to play online, if you want to sell stuff in the auction house, you have that character be online. You know, sure. it's, it's always online. You know, you can't go offline at all with that character. I was telling somebody yesterday that Diablo came out in... in Dan, I, was, I don't know who I was talking to, but I told him that you bought it, but you couldn't play couldn't it play because it. the servers were down. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, you can't even play single player yeah. without being connected to the internet. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, just bo- Bl- boggled their yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is yeah. bo- it is mind-boggling, is. I think. I mean, I see, I, I see their point, like, with the whole auction house thing and not wanting uh, people to... to cheat you know that i get that but they should have uh, an option where you 
start an offline character, you can play an offline character, and you just can't ever go online with that character. I think that's an easy way to sure to stop that. You know? Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent And one of the things uh, Paul Tassi writes in this article is that to develop like a separate single player game would take just as much um, production cost as developing Diablo three itself. And I, like, like you said, I disagree hundred percent. I think it would be very easy to just give the people the option to, when they create a character, give them the option to click single player or multiplayer. And if right. they click single player, you can never go online with that character. Yep. No, nothing with the auction house. Nothing. Exactly. Right. It wouldn't be that hard to do. Right. And it sucks because I mean, all these people are having issues trying to play, um, just the single player and like because the servers are down and whatever they can't and it's kind of ridiculous yeah I agree and I, I I spent some time in the forums I, I, I'm a forum I don't know a lurker, lurker I'm a lurker I like to read people's posts but I don't really post anything um, and a lot of people were saying you know they took took the day off of work they got a babysitter for their kids you know they gave their wife money to go shopping at the mall so they could just play the game and they couldn't play the game like all day you know and the, the server came down like three or four separate times um, during the day, and then, you know, it was overloaded when the game first launched, so you couldn't get on for two hours after the game launched, which, you know, I wouldn't have been able to get on until 5 o'clock in the morning on on the 15th. So I'm glad I didn't stay up because I would have been even more pissed off that I couldn't couldn't log in. It's, It's unfortunate. Yeah. So... I don't That's... know what's gonna what's gonna come of it either. Will, what was your article about? Uh, it was basically uh, on Kotaku. It was just talking about like why would they make this game be online all the time? Like they understand the reasons to why they do it, but I th- the person said it was really stupid that they have that, even though like with all the server issues and stuff, and like the twelve oh one Pacific time, you could get on. Everybody could get online. You couldn't like if you're on Eastern time, you had to wait. And yep. just talking about how that's just crap. How sure. it shouldn't be that way yeah i agree and you know i get the piracy thing um i i know i don't get it actually now that i think about it well i guess because like you said you know you're treating your paying players and subscribers like like the criminals and pirates will always figure out a way to play the game you know without the need for the you know playing online you know yeah i mean and we always draw the parallels to the the film industry and i mean one of the things they're they're doing now they have two mandatory anti-piracy warnings you have to watch before every dvd that you put in your dvd player yeah and like that's a little bit ridiculous in addition to the previews that you have to watch the first time you put it in your dvd player yeah and it's like it's so much easier just to freaking torrent the movie that people are way more willing to do that than to watch all that extra crap and you know it's just it's ridiculous yeah and it's the same kind of deal in this case. Like they're they're going to these great lengths to prevent piracy, and they're not preventing piracy. They're just pissing you know the regular consumer off who is willing to pay for your game and willing to support your product. They're driving us to piracy. Exactly, it's ridiculous. I think. And I mean, I guess in this case, yeah, you know, a pirated version will come out. We'll will be able to play single player, but they could have just put that in the freaking game, right. and pirates would have had no interest in doing anything to the game. It right. would have yeah, been really. just fine for everybody. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not happy about it. it uh, I wanted to actually, I was so mad when I couldn't play it at all yesterday that I wanted to get my money back from Blizzard. I sure. didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, I'm glad I didn't because I do really like the game, but I was really, really pissed off yesterday about it. You know? Yeah. So, okay. Eric, what do you got for us? Mine's along the same same line. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's by Laura Parker on GameSpot. It's, um, I'm going to read the 
secondary title. Uh, asking players for a constant internet connection to access games and services is yet another example of publisher-dominated player experience. And there's a, a quote that they picked out. The constant internet connection restriction is a reminder that consumers are increasingly losing control over the products they own. Um, but this article is more about how it might affect consoles, the next generation of consoles, if they make those required to be online at all times. Um, which obviously we all think is bullshit yeah. if that happens. Yeah. I mean, A, like Dan, you're not a big console online player. No, not really. So not, there's really no reason for you to be online at all yeah. when you're playing other than maybe to see what your friends are playing. Right. That's, all, that's pretty much all I do. Right, unless yeah. I play Halo online. That's really the only thing I play exactly. consistently online. So, And then she brings up people that have a uh, cap on how much... You know, yeah, bandwidth they caps, have. yeah. What are they going to do? I don't know. Screw. I mean, I know it doesn't take a lot of bandwidth um, for this current generation, but I think the more more intensive stuff gets, the more data it's going to use, and the high the the, the bigger cap hit you're going to take. You know, yeah. Um, and some people's bandwidth caps are not very high. You know, you're talking twenty gigs. That's right. not very much space. Yeah. Um, I know. I think the main one in the United States is Comcast, and they're caps are 250 mm-hmm. which that's probably plenty for you know your average internet user um even if you're streaming hd content i actually did an article about that towards the beginning of our podcast yeah mm-hmm. um like streaming a two-hour H- hd movies like is like uh two two gigabytes of data two and a half gigabytes of data whereas games right now are not very much even mmorpgs um but it's gonna be it's gonna be more and more, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna they're not gonna increase the caps. They're just gonna screw you for more money. Yeah, uh-huh. just bend you right over. Yep, right in the pooper. Ugh. Right in the pooper. It's the way she goes. Okay, Cord, do you have anything to add for that? Would any of you consider not buying a console the next generation if they did that? I don't know. That's a tough call. I need an answer. Write me out, Dan. Okay, I I would probably buy it anyway, Same and then here. just complain about it later. Yeah, just just feed our fuel for the yes, podcast absolutely absolutely that's that's exactly what would happen Corey. what about you well the thing is is i don't really know what's going to happen with all this stuff and it i don't know to me like there are places where they kind of sanction and praise drm free games and one of them is um good old games yeah um, and another is like the humble indie bundle which is we've given a lot of love in the last couple of weeks and that model seems to be working for a lot of people. Um, so, like I said, like I, I just don't know how this whole thing is going to end up. At what point are they going to realize like there is no point in trying to prevent piracy because it's always going to be there? Yeah. And if if the next con- if the next generation of consoles comes out and they're like, okay, all the games you play are going to have to be played online, um, you know, if if that's my only choice, yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to deal with it and like you said, complain about it afterwards. But it, it is it is a little bit ridiculous that we're losing as consumers are losing so much control of our games and like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen with it, but it'll yeah. be interesting to see. I just worry about if I ever like am really hard up for money and I need to cancel my internet, like I can't play the games that I own, especially you know. Like if if 'cause your cell phone is usually enough for you to be able to do anything online that you really need to do you know um internet is getting to be a kind of a luxury really right i mean yeah i i do know some people that just have a cell phone they don't have an internet they don't have internet they don't have a computer they just use yourself their their cell phone for all their internet stuff so um you know if i if we were hard up for money and needed to cancel 
freaking cable or off freaking uh, internet. Not that that I mean that would probably be the last thing I did. <laughs> I would sell sell my kidney before I did right. that. But if it ever came to that, you know, I what I wouldn't be able to play my video games right. that I bought. And I'm going to read the uh, the last paragraph that she writes here. Um, combating piracy should be a continuing conversation between publishers and consumers, not a self-serving decree that drives a rift between the two. Yeah. The dissatisfaction shown in the gaming community towards games and services that require a constant internet connection should come as a warning to publishers that now more than ever, consumers will fight for their right to be in the driving seat. Yeah. But will we? No, yeah. because no, people we are <laughs> so soft. They'll freaking buy the game anyway, no matter what. Uh, Corey, yeah. it's hard to start a revolution. It really is. Yeah. Um, but, but but you're right about GOG.com, and, and CD Projekt Red is not putting any DRM in their games. They're the ones that are made The Witcher. So, right. I mean, I'll probably I'll support any of their games that they come out with. I'll, I'll buy them automatically without any question. Sure, it's um, like, you know, for five bucks, yeah, I'll just pay the freaking five bucks and get the game rather than, you know, go and steal it from Torrents. Right. Yeah, because you would rather have it legally anyway. Sure. Right? Sure. And if you don't, I mean, the good thing about GOG, once again, is that, you know, you, you pay for the game. You can download it as many times as you want. You can put it on a disc if you want. Um, I've bought, I think, I want to say Spore for PC. You could only install on your computer three times. And then you yeah. couldn't install it anymore. It's like really, I paid Dude, sixty dollars for this game, and I can't do that. Amount of bullshit. I yeah, can't. and that's 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 just ridiculous DRM, you and, know. And the world wonders why I'm slowly becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> I think it's very warranted. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. I mean, we're kind of in the the transition period, and I think one of the answers is services like OnLive, you know, where technically you don't really have anything installed at all. Yeah, and it's just played through the cloud. Um, and I mean, actually, speaking of which, the uh, um, NVIDIA just released a video card that is more supportive of online streaming video, so it'll speed up services like on live significantly. Is it their new one, their newest video card? I don't know if it's their newest, but it's it, they just came out with it in like the last week or two or something like okay. that. So, which is interesting. Uh, maybe that'll be the direction that games go from now on, and in, in that that cloud. But again, we're talking about always having to be connected to the internet. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's scary. It is scary. I don't want. I don't want to lose control of my video games. Nope. Even books are going that way too. Yeah. Before you know it, you'll have to be connected through your Kindle to read a book. Yeah, because 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 books are bad for the environment because they're printed on paper. Yeah. <laughs> you got to kill a tree for every book. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I give a rat's ass. <laughs> Eric's not a fan of reading. No, you I'm talking about the trees. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You know, I was thinking we should do for the thumbstick athletes. What's that? We should be carbon neutral and plant a tree for every uh, whatever measuring thing of pollution we create by doing the podcast. Oh, geez. That'd be hard to calculate. Wait, what? say it again? I guarantee you it would be like one tree we'd do have you think? to plant. Yeah. To I'll offset could... our cost of the environment. You want to just plant one? Say fuck it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we can claim that we're carbon neutral. Yeah, because we we is. we pee outside for yeah, the most I mean, part. That's true. Yeah, so that's that's not very many <laughs> toilet flushes. There you go. Although it is getting light out at night, and my neighbors were out. Were they? Yeah. Do they want to see my small schmeckle? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think was it Tyler that had to go upstairs because my neighbors were outside. I'm still holding it. Oh, are Tyler, you? God, it's probably dark <laughs> now. You can deal. go now. Let's I know. just go at break, and we'll go out there and pee Sword together. Fight. <laughs> 
perfect. Yeah. Now you'll Definitely beat me in a sword fight. <laughs> if you want to do regular wrestling, maybe. Greco-Roman. Yeah. Okay. Eric will get in a dagger fight with you. Ooh, knife fight. <laughs> I wouldn't even, maybe a butter knife fight. <laughs> okay. Uh, my news article isn't necessarily a news article from one place, um, but I had heard uh, THQ will not be at E3 this year. Um, because of their dire financial straits. And there's a few other companies that are not going to be at E3 or they're going to greatly reduce their E3 presence because of they're trying to save money. Um, Sony posted record losses again, um, especially the PlayStation and game division uh, lost a lot of money. EA is having a hard time, apparently. We had heard, Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, my question, especially in the case of EA, is why? You know why? Yeah, do you, yeah. Why do you think EA is is so hard up for money? I have no idea. It, it is shocking considering Square Enix posted a <laughs> victory this year. You know, yeah, yeah. Really. of all companies that you would think are going down, I would think Square Square Enix would be one of them. Sure, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to talk about that. Like, what games are having record sales every year? Why do you think some of these companies are are having such a hard time? Do you think they have too many employees they're paying, or is it? I mean, I think part of it is development costs for games are getting a lot higher than they used to be, but I don't know. I, I, I just I don't know if they're being mismanaged. Probably. Maybe. That would be at, my best yeah. guess. At least to some, some extent. Bunch of jagaloons running the companies yeah. over there. Mismanaging of human I mean, resources. They're kind of holding on to an outdated mode Model. of like consumer distribution relations and whatever and we've talked about a lot on this podcast like how successful mobile games are and like episodic gameplay and small indie games and stuff like that and the studios haven't necessarily embraced that to the point where you know it makes sense for them as a, as a business right and yeah they keep churning out these 60 dollar games that are mediocre or crappy and nobody's buying them surprise surprise right do you think we're going to start seeing just less games coming out, just, like, bigger, better games without, like, the bullshit that comes in between? I mean, I hope so. I like, ho- I, like a Game of Thrones game? Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Do I, they just release that because it says Game of Thrones on it and hope people are stupid enough to go buy it? I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. Or, no, I don't know nothing. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Um, Because I I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I, I didn't, didn't want to pay any attention to it. Well, I'm but, not bashing the show. I'm right, bashing the game. They, they make a game and put a, a name on it strictly because it has a name on it and hold people by it. Right, the first the, the officially licensed video games for movies yeah. And, and, yeah, that sort of stuff. Rarely no, exactly is there a good one. Right, very rarely. I mean, Batman. Well, They're not officially licensed, though. See, They're based on the comics. There you go. Not in the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, we again, we can draw the parallels from the film industry. Look at the terrible movies that are coming out, like a movie based on the board game Battleship. Yeah. They just take a name from something that's established and hope it'll sell because of that. How bad does that look, by the way? Really bad. I do like Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch? Is that a female? He's Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Is he in that? He is Wait, in that. Wait, what was the other one he was in that did really bad? Which is actually a really good movie, John Carter. Oh, if you liked it, I probably I would have liked it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about oh. it from people that I I generally agree with. Okay, yeah, people you trust. Right, yeah. right. So I like him too. Yeah, I mean, I do think they'll start coming out with with fewer games and kill off some of the licenses that aren't, aren't doing very well. They definitely but, should. I and mean, part of it is they have so many development studios, like the 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 publishers have so many development studios under their wings that just don't make good games. Just. Well, can cut them off. Yeah. When you think about it, I would be perfectly fine 
with one big game each quarter of the year coming out. Yeah. And then the indie people are still making their stuff. So you yeah. still have a game like Fez to play here yeah. and there. Sure. But then there's one big game that everybody's looking forward to each quarter of the year. Yeah. Like, that would be fine with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I mean, I we I think we 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 talked about that very thing in the in the last episode, right? Like, Corey, with, I don't remember it, what I had for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, if if studios did have remember. their like one big tentpole re- release each year, tentpole. and then surrounded by that was a bunch of smaller, cheaper games and episodic games. Yeah, or if I mean, if you already have really established uh ips yeah. that do sell well every 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 game that come out like like your halos and call of duties right. probably probably great. not even worry about those you know um definitely i mean i'm just i'm just shocked that especially of all things ea is yeah. not doing very well which i mean all their sports games sell really well like gangbusters and FIFA. mass effect 3 came out um, i mean they've they've uh it's- published a lot of games that that have done really well and they pull that jank in Tiger Woods. You think they have some money on it? Well, I, and, and that's that's actually something else I wanted to bring up is because, I, I mean, I didn't buy it because of that. I, Dan, they lost the here. sale. I was going to buy that game, and I'm so proud of myself that I didn't because I thought for sure I would still go out and buy it. But yeah, I exactly. Didn't. So, I mean, do you think part of it is consumer backlash for that kind of crap? Uh, I think maybe. we're actually in the minority in that case. I Probably. think a lot of people are either going to buy it or they're not. Right. Um, but because, like, we have this sort of connection with just by the virtue of doing this podcast we sort of have this connection with video games and we kind of feel like it's our job to make a stand you know, yeah to be smart about how we consume the games right. um we were all like on the border are we gonna buy it or aren't we and we all you know kind of decided against it for that reason but i don't i feel like we're in the minority yeah no I, I see what you mean we probably are but you know what Corey? That's why I like us better than I like most people. Yeah, sure. And that, I mean, that's one hundred and eighty dollars less they got from us. So. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but apparently it is. <laughs> yeah, apparently it adds up. You know, you get that's... your you get your group of thumbstick athletes in every oh, small town. God bless them. Not buying Tiger that's... Woods. Like putting <laughs> that's our lunch foot down. At the corporate office. You damn right it is. That's a lobster dinner right there. <laughs> Put your foot down, meow. Okay. I think that's all. Yeah, that's all I want to discuss. It's kind of sad, um, I because I want to see game companies do well. I know it is. But... It is sad, Dan. You, you don't like to see people fail at things that we like so much. You know no, what I mean? No. I agree. But I, although THQ, I don't, I don't even. They, what are they putting out? Anything? Nothing. Good? No, that's part of their. Problem. Uh, Fuck them then. Uh, the Saints. Uh, Saints what's Row. That game? Saints, Saints Row. Row Three. That, got that was, good reviews. Yeah, that was a pretty big success, I think. But that yeah. was it, I think, from them. Giant Bomb gave it their game of the year. Is yeah. that? I kind of wanted yeah. to play that. You know what? If I see that in the red box next time, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Dude, it's on on live. Just run it there. I don't have on live anymore. Uh, what do you mean you don't have it? Everybody you has it. You have a it. computer. <sighs> then I'd have to play a computer game. That's and, uh, true. Just <laughs> plug your Xbox controller into it. I broke. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Uh-oh. Actually, you can plug your PS3 controller directly into it and play. I'm not going to play it, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to rent it from Redbox. I will break my PS3 controller before I do that, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so that yeah, that'll that'll do it for news. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Episode number 43 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week. Um, well, I, I guess we'll let the people that didn't play that much this week go. Will and Eric, you didn't play that much? No. Okay. I played some FIFA. Uh, 
think that was literally it, and FIFA. I didn't even play that that much. I don't know what the hell I was doing that I didn't play video games, but... You were taking your wife around. Yeah, that was drinking. one night, though. Like, what did I do with myself? Work. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so I just played FIFA. We don't need to talk about that. Okay. Will, what do you got for us? Battlefield 3. That game's awesome. You've been playing it? Will, do you distinctly remember last week when you told me you were playing it? I said, Will, I'm a text message away. I actually remembered it, but it was the night that we were going to go watch the movie. And I was like literally 10 minutes before we left. And right. I started like started playing. All right. So. Okay. This, this week then. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Anything else? Nope. No? All right. <laughs> Corey. You guys have nothing else. Dude, I literally played like three games of FIFA. All right. Well, I actually played two games other than Diablo. One of them, and, and both of these were recommendations from Kotaku. Not necessarily recommendations, but um, I hadn't heard about them until they were mentioned on Kotaku. One of them is called You Have to Win the Game. And it's, uh, it's, it's like a retro platformer for PC. Funny part about it is, though, um, for whatever reason, I would play it for like five to ten minutes and my computer would just shut off. Huh. Overheat? You know, I don't think so because I have no problem playing Diablo three. Right, which would be more graphically intensive. It'd yeah, I mean, more likely cause overheating. A simple platformer like jump is your only move, and you know the graphics are all eight bit old. And I don't know for whatever reason, it just kept shutting my computer up. Maybe that's kind of the allure of you have to win the game because you can't really if your computer keeps shutting off. Huh. But anyway, the game I played uh, quite a bit of, um, I mentioned I played it on the bus, was called Tower of Fortune. Yeah. Um, and it's this, too, is like a, it's kind of like Game Boy graphics, kind of washed out greens and stuff like that. Um, old, just, you know, one-line animations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, it's a role-playing game, and a lot of older role-playing games are kind of based on the concept of, like, Dungeons & Dragons, like, die rolls and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but this one is actually based on the idea of a slot machine. So basically for everything you do, you go through a little slot machine. Um, hmm. the, the story behind the game is its very simple. I mean, it, it, the game isn't about story at all, but you're this man trying to rescue this girl who's in this tower. And there's different levels to the tower, and you have to unlock each level of the tower with gold. And one of the ways you get gold is by fighting enemies and you know getting their loot. Um, so there, there's, there's, there's the combat part of it, there's the loot part of it, and there's this place called the tavern. So... In the in the combat part of it, the way you fight is by doing the slot machine. You press start to you know start the slot machine and stop to stop it, and it can land on one of like I think like five things. One of them is an attack. One of them is uh, an attack for you. One of them is an attack for the enemy. One of them is gold. One of them is experience, and I think that's it. Maybe it's just four. And depending on how many you get, it goes off the first one, and if you get um, more than one in a row, it multiplies the effect. So if you get two of your attacks in a row, it'll double it. Um, if it's two of the enemy attacks in a row, it'll double the enemy's attack. You know, if it's two gold in a row, you'll get double the gold. You two experience, you get double the experience. Um, and that's the way that works. If it's three in a row, then it triples it, obviously. Um, so you do that, and if you end up defeating the enemy, you go into loot mode, which is also like a little slot machine, and it's the same type of thing. You know, if, if you get um, three in a row of a certain type of loot, then it'll triple the loot. <clears throat> you guys follow? Yeah. You follow? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, there's that, and um, w- another part of it is the tavern. You go into the tavern as as you fight through the tower. You can um, back out of the tower at any point and go to the tavern. And the tavern is where you can heal yourself. 
Um, and but they also have as part of the tavern slot is there's ale which heals you. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, bar fight which actually damages <laughs> your health. Uh, there's a lady kiss which gives you a bonus to your luck, which is one of your. I think there's three abilities. There's luck. There's attack. And there's defense. Um, so if you get the lady kiss, you know it'll it'll boost your luck. And then um, the other one is meat. If you if you land on meat, it'll uh, add one point to your maximum health. But again, same as combat, if you get three in a row, it'll triple it. If you get two in a row, it'll double it. Um, and if you just get one, you know, the first slot is always what's going to happen. So I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's really addictive. Um, it's really simple. It's, it's like I said, it's basically just combat and, you know, you go to this tavern to heal up. And you can also buy things, so there's a little bit of an RPG element to it. Um, I bought a bunch of equipment slots for my character. So when you defeat bosses in the tower, you get um, certain kinds of equipment that'll boost your attack or boost your defense. Or uh, the, the one, some of the stuff I have equipped now makes it so I can double attack 50% of the time. Or 30% of the time, the enemy will attack itself. If, if it gets the, the slot that says attack, it'll attack itself instead of attacking me. So it's a really simple game, but it's also really addictive in that whole new concept of you know slot machine for you know the roll rather than a dice is is really cool and yeah. a lot of fun yeah that sounds pretty neat yeah and it was only a dollar really cheap um and i'm really addicted to it i will say though towards the i'm right towards the end of the game um like i said you have to get a certain amount of gold to unlock the higher levels and you can pay with cash of course to to get this gold or you can just grind through it and do it and that's kind of what i'm trying to do but it is a lot of grinding especially at the very end of the game to unlock what you need to unlock to beat it right but I mean, up to that point, it's a lot of fun, and I recommend it, especially for only a dollar on iOS. Okay. Yeah, I looked at it when you mentioned it mm-hmm. at the start of the podcast. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know if it's developed by, like, uh, you know, Eastern Asian people, but just, I don't think it's localized. <laughs> the English in the game doesn't seem localized very well. There's a lot of, like, grammar problems and stuff like that, but... Yeah. It's probably Americans, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey, I'm going to be getting my iPhone. I'm thinking... Next week. Oh, you were eligible today. Today you? was my eligibility day, and um, hey, yeah, money's been a little tight with the graduation party, so it's probably gonna be next week. You nice, know what's funny? Eligibility nice. day is almost more exciting than the birthday because <laughs> yeah, you, because yeah, it comes it every year and a half rather than every year. <laughs> yeah, that you can get a new cell phone. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm yeah, eligible. I mean, I can I drink heavily almost every week now, so birthday doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> It's like your birthday every yeah, weekend. Every weekend, it's like, oh, Eric's fucking twenty-eight again today. Nice <laughs> drink. I like it. I like it. All right, Corey. Well, where I was going with that is, I'm going to be contacting you for games. Oh yeah, uh, game ideas. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it sucks, but the ones I'd recommend most are the Zynga ones. Unfortunately, yeah, which you already have. Well, Corey, you know I buy every Call of Duty game, so I have no problem just purchasing some Zynga. There's a um. I'll be that guy. Are there any first-person shooters on mobile? I wouldn't like it. Yeah, there are. I don't feel like I could get into a (laughs) first-person shooter on a mobile screen. (laughs) You can see that. They're pretty hard to play. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually bought one. It's like no. What about like a like a Tin Star port where you just press Uh, the screen to shoot? Tin Star would be cool. Yeah, Tin Star was a sweet game, by the way. It was. Yeah, man. Was that that Super Nintendo? Yep. Yeah. That was a fucking awesome. game. That was a great game. Yep. Yeah, I played one a uh, first-person shooter on iPad. 
I couldn't get used to the no, t- touchscreen. It's uh, really hard. Touchscreen. Like, there's Call of Duty Zombies on there, and there's a new app, uh, Nova Three or whatever, that I got but didn't play. Yeah. Okay. We'll play it for next week. Yeah, yeah well, I can try. I just kind of bought it and then did something else. There you go. Okay. Uh, is that it, Corey? Yeah. No. All like right. I like I said. Um. I mean, it's really addictive, and it 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 has all the simplicity that a great mobile game requires. Okay. So you know, if you're just looking for a time sink, uh, go for it. It's a lot of fun. If I get uh iPhone for my next phone, I'll I'll definitely look into it. Sure. Okay. Uh, on to me. Uh, I finally beat The Witcher two. Hey! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love the ending. It was really, really well done. Um, it set up the game for a third Witcher game, so that's that's exciting. And actually, I heard this week, maybe last week, that CD Projekt Red is hiring for two new titles. Um, one of them they seem to think is going to be The Witcher 3, and the other one is going to be a game with guns, I guess. So They're hiring people? Yeah. Corey? If you want to move to Poland... Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they uh, Eastern Europe? Yeah, I don't see yeah, what the issue Poland. is. No, I don't either. Go, <laughs> now. Uh, it, my main problem with the game was it was hard to get back into after not playing it for a while. That's where I'll run into problems. Um, because the the you know the the names and places are, are are hard to remember and but but once you get going again, like the story just kind of sucks you in because I I thought thought it was like an excellent kind of dark fantasy story. Um, if I had to give it a score, it'd be a nine nine point oh. Wow. Uh, mostly the points are taken off for the combat actually, uh, and I didn't realize that I didn't think the combat was great until I played I played Kingdoms of Amalur again. Mm. And the combat of that is so good; it makes kind of Witcher feel floaty and not great. Okay. But yeah. I mean, really, there's not as much fighting in in the Witcher as there is in like uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, so it, you don't really feel like you're missing out on anything. Um, there's like like a, a fast attack button and a uh, power attack button, and then you have your spells, and then you have bombs or traps that you can throw, and that's okay. that's that's pretty much your combat. There's like parrying and stuff, but I never really needed to get into that because uh, I was always such a high level because I did everything in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, some points I took off for drastic volume changes in the voice acting. Sometimes it would be really quiet, and then someone would pipe in that was really loud, like way too loud, louder than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And it, some of the stuff didn't sound like it was, it was like a conversation. Yeah, it was. It was a little strange. Um, but that those were few and far between. For the most part, the voice acting was was pretty good. Uh, the choices in the game were really good too. Uh, they were a lot more shades of gray than other games. Um, a lot of the other choices you make in games, it's very clear what's the good and the bad decision. But a lot Which of those sucks. Yeah, exactly. Because you can kind of, you know, you can predict. I, I liked this because um, not only did you not know what was the good choice and the bad choice, but you didn't know what was going to happen after you made the choice too. Which yeah. is kind of cool. There's like kind of unforeseen circumstances that you know really threw off some of my and made me fail some missions too, which I didn't like that much because I like to do everything but at the same time I was like yeah it makes perfect sense and yeah. it was really cool well that was one of my biggest complaints with the Fable series was it was just so black and white for yeah. the most part yeah it was very black and white and even Mass Effect um, was pretty black and white you could tell it was a good choice and a lot of times it was labeled Renegade or Paragon so you knew exactly what you were doing you know 
But Dan, in the what? third one, Renegade isn't necessarily always the wrong choice. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, uh, they they put it, they worded it that Renegade wasn't the evil choice. Renegade was the um, kind of asshole choice. Yeah, more so than than evil because you're not you know even like you're the renegade the world well not only that but even the rena- like a lot of the renegade dialogue options mass effect 3 you weren't you're were just kind of being a dick you weren't <laughs> you weren't you weren't being evil you know yeah, it was more right. being a dick that's a good point <laughs> which i thought was fun i think i read that on a forum somewhere that that that's that's how they put it <laughs> while you were lurking yeah yeah exactly it was was the renegade option was was mass uh, commander shepherd being a dick so um Oh yeah, I mentioned I played Kingdoms of Amalur again. I want really wanted to beat it before Diablo three came out, but that didn't happen. Uh, my character's at fifty eight hours. Wow, um, I'm pretty close to the end, so I won't have it beaten by next weekend, but or next week. Oh. But Dan, what? I hate to jump back to it, but what was your playtime for Witcher two? I don't know. I want to say it was probably like between thirty or twenty five and thirty hours. Oh, okay. I would say uh, I don't know if it said how many hours you played when you made your save game, but I would guess about thirty hours. Okay. Actually, I don't think it said how many hours you played on your save game, so I'll have to check and maybe I'll report back next week um, on that. But yeah, definitely if you're looking for an RPG, uh, The Witcher Two is a is a good choice. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the ending was really awesome too, which you know endings have been kind of disappointing lately for me. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I played Kingdoms of Amalur. I uh, did want to beat it, but didn't didn't get to it. The combat in that game is just so good, so good. Very very satisfying combat. Um, other than that, I don't really have a lot to say about that. Um, the non disclosure agreement was re- uh, lifted on the Secret World, so I can talk about the beta for that a little bit more. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, character creation. Uh, there wasn't a lot of options for character creation. I was a little bit disappointed in that. Um, there was maybe like six or eight different hair choices. Um, you could change the nose and cheeks and chin and that, that sort of stuff too, but it didn't really make your character look that different. Um, sure. and then there's a, just a handful of clothing choices. Um, I made a female character. I don't remember what I named her, but, uh, she had like, I don't know, shoulder length, dark hair, white glass, white glasses, which I thought were cool. Um, yeah, like like a white <laughs> a white tank top, a purple trench coat, red short shorts, and then cowboy boots. Ooh. You named her Rolando. Rolando. Okay. Rolando. Yep. I yeah. I wish I could remember what I named her. No, it, it was probably was Rolando. Rolando. Um, Were you drinking a few cocktails while you made this beautiful little lady? I don't think so. She is really attractive. Sexy but, little numbers. But the clothing, like the, there wasn't. I I guess you can buy more clothes. Um, and because there's not technically like equipment that you wear other than you know that you wear so um, you don't choose a class no i was uh you when you make your character you choose a faction um and then the faction sets your starting location gotcha but during or you go through your tutorial which is uh it's like a past event that your kind of your consciousness gets gets put into so you can learn combat because you 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 go in the place of your faction's representative at that uh that happening it was like a uh a invasion of creatures at a train station in japan or a subway station in japan so you get put into the consciousness of of that person's represent or that faction's representative and you play through that and that teaches you combat 
Um, you have the choice to skip over it if you didn't want to play it, but yeah, you learn the basics of combat there. There, um, they give you a shotgun for the thing, which is what I ended up choosing because you choose after you get done with the 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 tutorial, you go into a room where you choose your weapon that you want to start with anyway, and they let you have all the different weapons and try them out on like holographic. Uh, enemies, so you can figure out what you want to use before you before you leave. Um, but I ended up sticking with the shotgun because I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, but there's there's melee weapons like swords. Um, I want to say like blunt weapons, and then like uh, <laughs> sp- like spike knuckles. What? What's so funny, Corey? <laughs> Something funny about blunt weapons? Uh, <laughs> blunt blunt weapons. Just caught me in a in a funny spot. Uh, and then there's ass- <laughs> assault rifles, shotguns. Pistols. <laughs> oh Jesus! I kind of like having Corey on a computer screen. To be honest with you, yeah, because he just does, adds a little something. He does silly things too. Yeah, I don't think we, I don't think we mentioned in this episode that I am skyped in. Oh yeah, again. Yes. again from Bushwick. For people that are listening for the first time, yeah, these guys are all at a central location, and I am at the satellite office. Yeah, here in Brooklyn. We're in the uh, Thumbstick Athletes multi-million dollar studio. And you're in our satellite location in Brooklyn, New York. Also multi-million. Yeah. I well, mean, we haven't pumped as much resources into that as we could yet because, a Corey's a dick, and you know <laughs> yeah. we're still working on some things. Yes. So yeah, uh, the guns are pistols, uh, shotgun, and assault rifle, and then there's also magic, which I didn't really, I didn't test out any of the magic, so I don't really know how that works. But there's uh, no like sniper there's, rifle? I don't think so. Oh, man, maybe there is. Maybe later. Um, yeah, maybe later. Um, yeah, because you you I mean you upgrade your weapons and stuff. Uh, the magic is like blood magic and then elemental magic. Maybe I don't remember. But it also it all seemed pretty sweet. Magic, huh? In a magic. world of conspiracy theories. Well, it, it it's anything supernatural or mystical or conspiracy theory is true. So oh, okay. it's anything. Um, so yeah, after you pick your weapon, you get you you get assigned your first mission from your faction. As I said, I picked. Uh, I think I said in the last episode, I picked the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be like a suave, kind of shadowy Illuminati agent. So does the the weapon that you pick kind of inform the path that you're going to take, or not at all? Just... Yeah, uh, but you can completely change it like any time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it just it just for your start, what weapon you like start off with. But you can put like the way the way the thing the the system works is um, there's no like gaining levels or anything like that. There's just um, there's just uh, there, but there is experience. So you gain experience whenever you do a mission, um, and you get points that you spend on your character skills and then your weapon skills. So by doing you know missions and stuff. Yeah, by doing missions, by killing things, um, oh, okay. you know that that's that's fairly standard, and that, that you get experience. Um, and then the 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 ability wheel is or ability thing is like on a wheel, and I obviously put all my points in the shotgun. And uh, you know, obviously, the better the ability that you pick, the the more points it costs. Um, like one of my abilities was. Uh, I think it was called like leg shot or knee shot with the shotgun. And it was a one that spread out, like fanned out in front of me. It was kind of an AOE attack, but it slowed people down so I could back up faster than they could catch up to me. So I just blast them with the shotgun with that, which was pretty sweet. 
Um, I didn't really get in too into trying the other things, but I probably only spent five or six hours playing the the beta. Sounds uh, awesome, though. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it gets better. Don't you worry. Uh, let's see. Well, I want to know a little bit about like the the like your first mission and like yeah. what you know what the the story is. Yeah, I was uh, what the deal. You I know? was actually just going to get to that. What okay. you, I got sent on my first mission, and you have to go to this place, um, this village called Kingsmouth. Kings. Something. Is this a, a real world place? It's supposed to be off the coast of Maine. It's a little island off the coast of Maine. Okay. Um, I think I think it's Kingsmith. Yes, I think that's what it is. But I don't remember now. I sh- I had stopped taking notes at that point um, to write down what the town is. But uh, what ha- what ends up happening is the town of Kingsmith was invaded by zombies, which is pretty cool. Um, so if you're a fan of zombies, that's the f- where you start the the beginning of the game. And you just get sent there to investigate, like what you know, what's going on, what where did the zombies come from, blah blah blah. Um, so you start off like just outside the town, and uh, there's I don't know some random cowboy guy that kind of gives you guidance, and he sends you off, and you get to the there's like a police outpost in the middle of the city. And there's various other outposts where your you know your character can get get missions, um, but the but the primary one where you do get it get new equipment and stuff is at the the police one in Kingsmith. Mm-hmm. Um the setting really I think is where the game shines the most. Um the the pl- the the place really felt like like it like a town ruined by a zombie attack. Um Yeah. Well, it sounds interesting and if I had a computer that would work it, I would try it I'm out. Try, I, I'm trying to figure out if the beta is still going or not so I could show you guys, but What's this game called? The Secret World. <sighs> Almost. I mean, so what's sure what's, what's the hook? What is going to keep people playing it? Like how does it, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like it has um I mean, how does like combat work and stuff like that? Because it kind of sounds like yeah, you have experience and you you know you put that experience points into whatever. As you yeah. said, you know it's fairly standard for yeah. the genre. But yeah, the, I've, I feel like the combat was relatively standard too. The hook is really how cool the places, the locations are. Um, I anything I read on that of people that got further into the beta said you know the locations get better and better. You know the one that started off was a you know small sleepy. Uh, harbor village that got invaded by zombies, and it was just pretty awesome. Really sweet, yeah. Um, is it instanced, or is there a bunch of people running around at the same time? The, uh, there's a bunch of people running around at the same time, but there is also instances where you can go for for groups or solo instances too. Um, the combat really wasn't that different from anything else, other than you're using modern weapons, which is kind of cool. Like I said, I had a shotgun, um, and there's different abilities for the shotgun. Uh, you know, there's the main ability is like just a normal shot, and then there's like a powder shot that can catch stuff on fire. Um, and then you build up, I don't know, their little shotgun blasts on the enemy, and then you have a power attack that kind of fans out from there, and that's really what does the damage. So you, you do you use your normal shot and your powder shot to build up the, I don't even know what they're called, the little. Um... I know what you're getting at. Yeah, I can't think of what it's called. But and like I said, I I had the the leg shot that slowed enemies down that were 
rushing at me. Um, so I did, it's still like you have an uh, ability bar at the bottom, and you click yes. your abilities. Yeah, okay. there's yeah, there's yeah, uh, just that's like I said, pretty standard. There's passive abilities and active ab- combat abilities. Um, yeah. I think it's, it sounds cool. I would try it, but yeah, it sounds pretty awesome. I just checked, and my computer doesn't even meet like minimum. Oh really? Oh. Well, it's my video card. It's a I'm. It's a try. Maybe if they have a demo, give it a try. Really, like I said, really the cool thing about it is all the is is the setting and all the the supernatural type of stuff that you know is that people. I don't want to say that people think is real is actually wonder real. about yeah right. yeah wonder about that's a good way of putting it without offending anybody uh-huh. it's all it's all about living living the conspiracies that kind of dominate the day yeah exactly um and if you're familiar with with the stuff which i'm familiar with a little bit of it because it, it, it interests me um the 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 way to travel around the world is uh hollow earth have you ever heard of the hollow earth theory no oh Maybe. yeah that that the earth is hollow on the inside and that there's civilizations of people living inside the hollow earth. Oh, that's cool. Which I mean, anyone that's remotely into science knows that's BS, but yeah, it's an interesting, interesting theory. And yeah, that's how you get around is there's a, you go under the earth and you fast travel through like portals that take you to the different locations in the, in the game world, which is pretty cool. So you'd recommend the game only to people who are into the 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 like conspiracy uh, theory stuff? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would definitely uh, interest you. The game would definitely interest you if you're into conspiracy theories or supernatural stuff. But really, if you want like a current day MMORPG, you know, give it a try too. I'm sure they'll have like a demo uh, or a, a free weekend. So I would right. definitely suggest give it a try if you're into MMORPGs and. And especially if you're into the supernatural conspiracy theory type of stuff. So other than the story and setting, you wouldn't say that it kind of breaks out of the no. World of Warcraft EverQuest? Nope. Not really. Okay. Like I said, the only thing that makes it feel different is the modern-day weapons, uh, guns, and, I mean, even the swords. I didn't want to use a sword or magic because you can use a sword or magic in any MMORPG. Anyone, yeah. Right, so. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to pick a gun. Because I had played uh, Tabula Rasa, which is actually what it reminded me most of. Um, they had guns, and that was a sweet MMORPG. So are but, you going to get this game? No, probably not. No, no um, because I heard there was a rumor that Guild Wars 2 could come out at the end of June. Just a rumor. Nothing's yeah. confirmed, but... It's a possibility, so obviously that would be my main choice. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'll keep keep an eye on it, and if they do go free to play, or or you know, once the game goes down in price, I'll probably give it a try. Right. So. Huh. Yeah. So sounds check, interesting. Yeah, check it least. out. It 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 was interesting. Um, I like I said, I won't buy it, but it sounds cool. Seems cool. So. All right, I think that's that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Anyone else have anything to add? Corey. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> How much time's left in the hockey game, Corey? Like two minutes or something like that. Mm, yeah. Two two. Three three two Devils. Oh boy. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Uh, I I wanted to mention that if you heard uh, Chip Bag rattling 
Uh, anytime my dog got into something, I fed him a cheese doodle to get him away <laughs> from whatever he was doing. And he tried to get into my chips. Oh, <laughs> so did he? I moved my chip bag up under the table. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to feed him a cheese doodle to get him to drop. He was eating on a eating a a paint stir that had paint on it. Nice. Him and Tyler were sharing it. Yep. And then he had a lid, and then for a while he was out there growling at something, so I had him come in here and gave him a, a cheese doodle because yeah. I didn't know what he was making noise, and I didn't want him to. Um, as usual, our Twitter is capital T, capital S, athletes. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our voicemail is... I'm pulling out one of our business cards right now. Oh, I need to get some. Yeah. Business, yeah. Get some. Our voicemail number is 607-527-0547. As I said this week, uh, we really appreciated the voicemails that we got from uh, Ryan Gervais and, and, um, Chase. and Chase. So we'd love to have, more, a, have more voicemails. It's a lot more fun of a way to do feedback. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Because I don't have listening to us talk. I don't have to read and stutter and stuff, too, <laughs> yeah. which is nice. Well, because I have my laptop off to my right now. It's not in front of me anymore, so, so I kind of ha- I have to look look and read, and it's kind of far away, and <laughs> keep my voice, you know, at the microphone. Yeah, it's a pain in the balls. Reading's hard. Reading is hard. <laughs> no, reading out loud is hard. It I is. like reading to myself. It's much better. Um, and it, yeah, if you want to help the podcast, and you're going to be ordering stuff from Amazon, order it through our link. If you go to our website, our Amazon link is on the bottom on the right hand side. So click through that and make your order at Amazon. It won't cost you any more than, you know, usual. They don't charge you for clicking through our link, or in other words. But we do get a kickback from your order. So uh, clear your cookies first because I've heard that helps with orders going through. So cookies. As I said last week, we would like to – yeah, cookies. Uh, I would like to break even mm. one of these months. I think that would be <laughs> sweet. <laughs> We, now that we've gotten voicemail, let's try to break even. Let's try to break even on the on the We've got piece. a long way to go, guys. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Bullshit, Corey. This is a multi million dollar podcast. Yes. That we're just tossing right out there. That's true. Oh boy. Is there a zombie attack going upstairs? Maybe. I'm prepared. Uh, Let's bypass us. I'm not prepared. I have no weapons. You know why it bypassed us? Because they're like these fucking guys are talking about video games. They're prepared in there. Let's yep. go upstairs and see what's kicking around. <laughs> That's why they skipped <laughs> us. Yeah. Are you guys they're prepared smart. in the studio though? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think we need a zombie preparedness kit. Well, you know what? There's plenty of bags of chips. And I mean, Tyler's here if we need bait too. That's true. <laughs> Shakes his head. Tyler would throw himself. <laughs> Tyler's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what I will do for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> for a quick buck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Monopoly money, maybe. <laughs> oh, that could be arranged. We should start paying Tyler $5 in Monopoly money a week. <laughs> I don't yes. know if I'd want to part with my Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> I don't even know if I have a copy of Monopoly, to be honest with you. I think... We'll nope. buy one, ten bucks. Yeah, we'll get one. We'll get it. And then Tyler will, will get five dollars yeah, in Monopoly totally. money, which he can redeem for <laughs> prizes. A hug and a kiss. <laughs> Hugs and kisses. Stuffed yes. animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for episode forty-three on Diablo Three. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. 
I'm Tyler. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.